On this episode of TasteCast, we catch up with Chris about his thoughts on the Plus Club and Game of the Month games, get his opinions on those and his grades. Then we talk about what we've been playing. We, of course, talk about Final Fantasy XIV and its success, since that's still a big topic. And then we react to 12 Minutes' official launch trailer. We watch Frostpunk official announcement trailer, and we watch the short film Exodus for Battlefield 2042. And then I go on a rant about uh, EA, Ubisoft, Activision, and all the AAA companies that are just fucking around lately. So stay tuned for that. There's a lot of rants in this episode. Um, so stay tuned and to check that out. Um, I'm just thinking about them now. I'm getting upset. Uh, and then we read your comments, of course, because we love doing that. And you guys have uh, so many opinions that I like to res respond to. Um, before jumping into TasteCast, quick reminders to download and play Hunter's Arena Legends, Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville, and Tennis World Tour 2, all off for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of the month for Plus Club to let us know what you thought of those games, and we will, of course, let you know what we thought of them. And our game of the month randomly picked is Cyberpunk 2077. We are actually playing this game. We're actually going to be discussing it. We're actually going to be talking about the updates. Is the game uh, in a good place? Was it always in a good place? And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a good conversation, so come back for that uh, for game of the month. We have Discord. You can talk to us anytime, all time. Link down below. Uh, we're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us. And um, we have a Patreon. If you'd like to support this channel, more than commenting, sharing, liking, and subscribing, if you're brand new. Uh, all right, let's get into this rant-filled taste cast. What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 147 of the Taste Cast, a weekly podcast where we talk about random things in gaming. My name is Seth, and joining me, of course, is Chevy, my brother. To my left, you're right, and up in the box, we got Chris. He's back, finally. Normally, I ask how Chevy's doing first, but Chris, how you doing? I'm fucking tired. <laughs> fucking tired. That's every intro of every episode ever. I'm like, how you guys doing? And we're just like, we're all three of us like, tired. I'm always I'm tired all the time. Adulting sucks. Yeah. And then our schedules and gaming and staying up late and playing shit. But yeah, I feel it. I feel it. Chevy, how you doing? I'm actually surprisingly awake for getting four hours of sleep and working eight hours. So Yeah, I got five hours of sleep. Feeling pretty good. Feel like I can fall asleep if I laid down, but Oh, I'm sure I could. So sleep deprived all the time anyways. Uh true. Yeah, no, I'm good. Nothing to complain about. Great. That's what I like to hear. Um, so yeah, typically we start every taste cast of what we've been playing, but Chris has not been on the show in like three episodes and two of those episodes I feel are pretty crucial to the channel and uh, they have things that we talk about that I really want to hear from Chris. So those shows were Plus Club and Game of the Month. Those are last month. Chris couldn't make those and he's here now. So um, I'll give you the floor. You can tell us uh, what games you played, what games you didn't play, and if they were for Plus Club or Game of the Month because... Before we start filming, I was like, I don't remember what we played. And you're like, it's this, this, this. So you're in good hands. I'm giving it to Chris. Chris, go ahead. Tell us what you thought of the game's given the grade. All right. So let's start with Game of the Month, which is uh, Earth Defense Force 5. Uh, it's a fun game to play with a shit ton of levels and a lot of content to do. Um, it does look a little janky, but that's kind of part of the charm for it. Um, but it is overall very entertaining. 
Uh, I give that game a B plus overall because the story is just fucking twacked out of its mind, entertaining, but not enough to get me super invested. But it's a lot of fun to play. Um, and then for the plus five games, uh, I did not play Call of Duty Black Ops 4 this time around. I have played it in the past, but it was so long ago. Uh, and I played it in passing like a zombies mode once or twice. Uh, so I can't really give a rating for that. Um, uh, WWE 2K Battlegrounds was very shallow feeling. Uh, it kind of just felt like a money grab as far as games go. Although I'm not really big into wrestling, so all these characters, I had no idea who they were. Uh, the last time I knew a wrestling character was like Hulk Hogan and, and Macho Man, like like damn. old wrestlers. Oh, damn. Um, that's, that's a little old school. Because fucking kid when they wrestled. Because well, where I left off was like Stone Cold mm. and like stone cold but like a, bu- a bunch of them at that era and uh after that i don't know any of them either so i i thought you're gonna go back that far but you went further yeah no i i i know of those people just because of like media social media and things like that but like the times that i remember like even spending a little bit watching it was like like i said macho man and hulk hogan like the old school stuff um but the game plays uh it just feels kind of Meh. Overall, it's it's a C. It's it's nothing to write home about. That should be a review um, right there. The game plays. <laughs> the game plays. It's all the same. It does. It, it it's just weird. It's just a weird game that feels like it's meant to get kids who are really into WWE playing a game, buying it. It's it's there to buy. Yeah. Um, and then a Plague Tale Innocence. Uh, I actually played because it was offered on a uh, Game Pass, so I didn't play it on a, a console. Um, I played on PC, but uh, I, I did stream a lot of it, and I actually really enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to enjoy it as much as I did, um, because it was a very uh, heavy narrative-based game. Uh, but it's it's a lot of puzzle solving, and I kind of enjoyed that gameplay. And the story was just really compelling. Um, but it is pretty narrow in the fields of what you can do as far as gameplay. Uh, so for that, I'm just going to give it a B. Because I, the story is basically what you're there for. It's not really hard gameplay. So, yeah, yeah, it's funny. I, uh, I pretty agree with everything you said. I don't know if our grades align. Probably pretty close. But, um, and I'm not going to go into what we said because there's a whole episode on that. Go check that out. But, <laughs> um, pretty much with with Plague Tales, it's funny that you, that you mentioned like the story's compelling. It's all story. The gameplay is kind of like whatever. Because I mean, literally. That's pretty much what we said. We said, you know, a lot of detail in a full episode, but even like on Reddit talking to people that everyone was pretty much like gameplay. People who were looking for gameplay, like weren't into that game. Yeah. Because there wasn't anything for them to really do. Um, and if the story doesn't hook you, it's not going to be compelling enough for you. But I, I remember I started that game. I played a game um, on game pass like a long time ago before this, this month. And just to check it out, I heard like a lot of good things about it. And as soon as the game started, I was instantly interested. I was like, oh, shit, this is fucking what's going on here. This yeah, is wild. It looks quick. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So which mm-hmm. is great. Like more games need a story where they can go. Gotcha. Fucking keep playing. It takes a talented writer, though. So. For sure. Uh, so definitely a strength of that game. A big strength is is the storytelling. And I think the characters and the, the voice acting, all that stuff. I, I'm about to start talking about the game. So we'll just skip that. Go watch the episode. <laughs> but um, yeah, pretty much agree. And then, then the wrestling game. Yeah, it's. Again, watch that episode, but um, it just kind of exists. It doesn't. There's not much to it. That there's not really necessarily bad stuff to it. It's just yeah. like it works. That's that's a wrestling game with weird chubby wrestling guys. Um, yeah, 
So yeah. Uh, so with with Call of Duty, you said you played in the past. Um, you know, for whatever reason you didn't play it, which is whatever. You don't have to. You don't gotta play anything. Um, any interest in it? Obviously, I probably assume not because you don't like shooters and you didn't play it. But uh, <laughs> you you've played zombies before, right? Like yeah, you, I have played zombies with my brother uh, every now and then, but that's about the only time I ever play it. I don't, I don't ever play these games by myself. Uh, I don't ever like go out and be like, oh, I want to play this today. It's always mm-hmm. my brother will come and be like, hey, come play this with me. And I'll be like, oh, fine. Do it. Do this. Yeah, it's fair. <laughs> um, this, I got yelled out on Reddit about this, but uh, I was like, this is probably one of my favorite zombie modes in Call of Duty. People like people. One person was like, the zombies community would like fucking yell at you for that, for saying that. I'm like, well, what one do they like? And he's like, they don't like that one. I'm like, well, I don't give a fuck what they like. I like it, but out of curiosity, which one is the good one? And he couldn't even give me a straight answer. I was like, so maybe you don't like, you don't Say like for, this one? For speaking for a whole community, you got a whole lot of answers. That's it's a really common thing. They, they were really civil. I just, uh, they were really trying to drive the weight of a whole group of people. And I'm like the wrong guy for that. Cause like groups don't sway my, my thoughts easily. Yeah. So, um, well, it's like when people mean, I think they always say we, like who, who's we? Yeah, exactly. Give me some names. Give me 10. That's not even enough. Give me 20. That's not enough. Um, anyway, uh, it had a good zombies mode. So maybe someday I'm, I'll make you play it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anything else you want to say about uh, those games or anything that maybe you have missed? I don't know what else we did. We were busy during that time, too. So it's been no, sp- no. sparse on episodes. So, all right. Well, Thanks for catching up with us, Chris. Let's jump into what we've mm-hmm. been playing. Um, I think I'll go first. So the one game I have played that I can't talk about is Cyberpunk 2077, uh, but I am playing it. Um, I'd like to play it more, obviously. Uh, my goal is to beat it this month before the um, the episode. Um, game of the Month, that's the name of the show. Uh so fucking let's hope I do it. Uh I think it'd be I think it'd be a really good conversation to have uh if if some of us uh, have uh, have beaten it, but anyway, yeah, can't talk about it. But I am playing it. Uh, I have been playing mostly the Ascent lately. I talked about that a little bit in the last Tasty Cast, um, but just to kind of update my thoughts on it. Um, it's a really fun game. If you don't know what the Ascent is, it's a top-down uh, Diablo slash twin shooter, um, up to four-player co-op game, cyberpunk, very. Uh, in genre, uh, very detailed, very cool looking. If you're into the genre, um, you make a character very basic, uh, you get armor that changes your appearance, you get guns, you can upgrade, um, they get kind of crazy and you get augments. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm playing it with another person, uh, on and off play by myself. The game is unforgiving though. Uh, that game will just decide to kill you. Sometimes you'll go and do like a group of dudes and then you just go and you're dead. And you're like, okay, I uh, better do that a little safer this time around, which I kind of like because a lot of games, I feel like I'm just kind of going through them. If they're fun, that's fine. But like games with a challenge, um, I don't really go out of my way to play them. So when I just kind of naturally find one and I'm just naturally interested in it already, obviously outside of Dark Souls and any Souls-like game, 
um it's nice to find games like that that aren't just like you're never gonna beat this game because it's so fucking hard i hear that shit typically i'm like oh i'll get around to playing at some point but um and this isn't one of those games but it, it does have a, a a pretty significant uh challenge to it every once in a while which is really nice um although sometimes it feels um kind of unbalanced i i was running around fighting level eights and then at 13 i was level 13 at the time i'm higher than that now um i was running to level 21s and they would one shot me and i was like why and then we went to a different section of the map and i'd be fighting like level eights to level 14 area and then i'd run to like a level 18 19 20 21 and they just one shot me and i'm like go away why are you here <laughs> like i can't fight you um so that was kind of annoying but um but yeah, uh, the story is nothing to write home about. It's very basic. It's fucking corporations are the enemy and everyone has the shady side. Um, that's it. But it's got fully voice acted cutscenes. All your characters are in the cutscenes, which is cool if you're playing with people. I always appreciate when people do stuff like that. Um, the upgrades are simple, but they're rewarding. They make your stuff feel stronger. Um, but there's not like a deep crafting system. There's just certain... Um, currencies essentially and if you could get enough of it it's like it takes four of that to upgrade this weapon you use four of that and then eventually that turns into a different thing that's harder to find and then you got to use those to just keep upgrading it and then yeah augments so far have been uh anywhere from like i'm using right now it's kind of like a bubble shield that's around me and when the bolts are flying at you kind of think like bullet hell-esque a lot of bolts flying around they hit the bubble they slow down so anything in the bubble starts moving slow so it gives me the ability to dodge better. Um, there's like a heal, of course, where you can just kind of heal anybody in a circle. Um, there's one that when you're looking at people, it puts a target on them. And then when you use it, it like infects them with something. And when you shoot them, they grow. And it's really funny to watch them grow because like their character model gets like inflated and then they blow up. And anyone who got infected with that all blow up so it has damaged everybody so that's pretty cool and then yeah weapons are like pistols smgs shotguns machine guns um i found a giant minigun that you hold with like two hands under by your hip and shit so there's some crazy crazy weapons i'm starting to find kind of like energy weapons so nothing crazy to report there just yet but yeah overall uh, i'm really enjoying it um not enough to like really get everyone to go play it i mean definitely support it but um i'm not in love with it i just think it's a really really cool game i would love to see a sequel and it is on game pass so all of you game pass people out there you can play it if you're already paying for that it's definitely worth playing um but i think it's like 30 bucks like on steam so and wherever so support it i'm sure it's a small uh indie developer and they definitely deserve it because it's a really well-made game uh what else have i been playing i played a little bit when i say i've played this i'm being delicate here i was gifted uh naraka blade point which is a melee battle royale interestingly enough you pay for it that's kind of weird nowadays because most battle royales are free to play um also interesting because one of our games for plus club is a melee based battle royale mm. um which we'll talk about at the end of the month so these two games came out at the same time. Um, and I can't talk about the other one, but Naraka Blade Point is um, really interesting because first off, all the reviews are pretty positive, which is nice to see. The biggest complaint I see is that um, it has a cosmetic cash shop. 
And so a game that you already bought, having to buy costumes for, or cosmetics at least, um, that doesn't that doesn't get anyone excited. But if you are gonna have a cash shop, it's cosmetic. So I, I get both arguments. I get both arguments. I haven't played enough to to really have an opinion on that. But apparently that's the thing. Um, and it's yeah, it's kind of lame, but whatever. Um, but yeah, it's uh. I, I played like just a little bit. I played the tutorial and I got into a match real quick. So the only things I can really touch on is I saw like five characters. They're all like very um, Chinese, Japanese-esque um, in their weapons. Um, people doing like, you know, cool like katana moves and, um, you know, very like martial artsy type attacks, um, which is really cool to see. Uh, but gameplay wise, it seems really fluid. The characters' animations are really good. Um, it's third person. Um, you run around. You find, uh, you know, weapons, armor, stuff like that, like in a battle royale. But the combat is essentially, uh, you know, clicking to attack, holding right click to um, warm up, like a long range attack, and they can launch stuff at people. There's a grappling hook that you can use to get to different locations vertically. Um, but it has charges, so we, when you find one, there's limited amounts of times you can use it. You can also use it against other people to pull yourself to them and hit them. And it's very wuja looking because when you're flying in the air and you start attacking, your guys like doing this while they're flying and shit. So it's like <laughs> kind of looks like Crouchy Tiger, Hidden Dragon, which is pretty cool. Um, and yeah, you can when you get into fights, like counter people. There's like different colors to their attacks. I'm sure anybody who's playing this game a lot right now is like, you're you're really fucking butchering this. I barely played it. But uh, when they do attacks, they have like a gold essence to them or a light essence to them uh, to each attack. But then like one of their final attacks, there's like a blue essence around them. And when that happens, you can counter and uh, and interrupt them, which is kind of cool. I feel like it's kind of necessary in a game where you're fighting people with melee weapons because otherwise somebody might just like combo the fuck out of you and mm. destroy you. Um, I wonder if all excited plays this. Uh <laughs> I was playing and it kind of reminded me of a uh, of, of really hyper for honor. Um, but yeah, it's it's really cool so far. There's stuff I want to say about it that I can't because I, I, I keep thinking of direct comparisons to the other game we're playing this month. So once I uh, can free myself of that and be able to talk about that game, I will probably have more to say on Naraka in that sense. Um, but it's really cool. And if it sounds interesting to you, I would recommend it. Um, I think it is fresh feeling um i think that some people have already attempted to do melee based uh based battle royales but this one probably feels the tightest that i've played so far so and that's that's a good thing to be able to say um combat uh feels fast paced um fluid for the most part feel in control of the fight which is really important in a game where you're swinging at each other because it's not the same as if you shoot a guy from long distance um and yeah i'll, I'll play it more and hopefully I'll, maybe i'll stream it um and uh get back with you guys and tell you what i think of it more but yeah i barely touched the surface on it so it's hard for me to go any deeper than that and then the last game i played because i'm still light on games lately is gardic phone um now we all played that, and I'll segue into you guys. You guys can just jump into this conversation when I'm talking about this. But we just did a uh, six-hour stream, uh, like a day ago. Mm -hmm. So um, thank you everybody who participated, 
participated in that, whether you played with us or watched, it was very appreciated to have you guys there. Uh, hopefully you guys had fun. Um, but yeah, we all played it. We played it for six hours straight. Uh, if you don't know what Gardic Phone is, it is a browser-based, free-to-play social game that involves drawing and guessing or creating titles for drawings essentially there's a lot of different uh variants of um games to play in it and uh yeah the main one essentially is you draw a picture and then somebody else sees the picture they add a title to it what they think it is essentially and then somebody else gets that title and then they draw that and you, you're playing telephone essentially um it just keeps going 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 until the picture either satisfyingly stays the same sometimes that happens mm. but then also it'll evolve into something that's just so crazy and ridiculous that it's funny um also worth mentioning it is four to thirty player we got up to nine people at one point and there it seemed like the game lasted pretty long with nine people because there's a lot of cycles of draw title draw guess what this is yeah um, yeah, because you're going to start with nine people's titles, and then every one of those nine titles has to have eight responses. Exactly. So, <laughs> um, and and the flow of that's really fun if you're somebody who, uh, I don't want to say is creative because that's that's too too um, pinpoint. Uh, if you if you're somebody who likes to just like um, uh, draw or like you know interact with other people's stuff, give goofy because you can get funny with. Uh, there's no winning in this game. And I think it's it's kind of great. I mean, I like games where you win or whatever, but there is no essence of competition when you're playing this. So it's literally just hang out. And there are some parameters that make fun happen if you're with the right people. It's and basically like game night with the family type of deal. Yeah. yeah. And it's 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 a lot of fun. You make your own fun, but the game has, like I said, parameters that uh like when we so the night before we did the stream, we did a test run, you, me, and uh, somebody else. And you need four people typically, but we're just kind of testing things out. And we got the gist of every game mode, just so we had like an idea of what these were. But they're obviously not meant for three people. Because when we had like nine people, the experience was so much better. Yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> and not just because like more people equals more fun. The game's designed to have that telephone yeah happen and so while you're playing it you're having fun because you're talking with your friends you're drawing stuff you're looking at people's pictures you're laughing at them you're going oh shit that's really good where you're like what the fuck am i looking at what is this and then like you type something out and sometimes you're like oh it's definitely this or you're just like oh i'm just gonna type some funny things i don't know what the hell this is and that just goes to the next person and it's it's just a really cool um gameplay loop that uh that is really really easy to just keep playing i mean like we did a six hour stream easily mm. um i could have kept going but i was like it's 9 p.m i i'm i'm a 34 year old man i got shit i gotta do so i had to cut the stream short there but um but yeah really enjoyed it and it's really cool that it's uh it's free to play i try to emphasize that to people because i mean like for a game that you can have 30 people play um there's not a whole lot of barrier to entry yeah um the worst thing about the game the worst thing, two things. The worst thing is on the left side of the game, there's an ad that will just keep popping up. You can get like an ad blocker, but uh, to, to get rid of that. Yeah, I, I didn't play it on phone. Uh, I'll let you dive into the mobile thing. But um, 
But yeah, there's there's an ad on the left side, and every time that I was using a Wacom tablet to uh, to draw stuff, and every time I could see, I got to the point where every time I saw the ad refreshed into a new ad, I would stop drawing because lag happens every single time. I'd be in the middle of drawing some kind of circular shape, and wherever my pen was at here, when it was transitioning to the next ad, and wherever it went next, it just would like pause, and then it'd be a straight line between point A to point B. And it's really annoying, especially in some of the modes where like your time is running out quickly. It's really annoying to have to like, luckily the game's got great drawing tools. There's like an undo button and a redo button, all sorts of shit. It makes it really streamlined and easy, but it's still annoying to have to do that. Um, and then the second thing is we were playing with randos, which I've been playing with randos my whole life in games. I have no problems with it. You're going to run into some assholes. You're going to run into some great people. Um, and everything in between. And luckily, 98% of people who played with us were really cool, really chill people. But we did run into not the worst people, there, but some people who were just kind of like, I don't think I got bored or what, but they started kind of became one note. De yeah, derailing the game. Mm -hmm. Derailing mm -hmm. the game by drawing the same thing over and over and over again. And in a game where you're playing telephone and someone's like, I'm going to draw a banana doing a weird thing. And then their response to it is the same picture they always draw, and they do that to every single line of telephone. It starts derailing every game. They all just kind of halt as soon as that person. Well, draws. And yeah, not in like a, a creative way either. It's just no. kind of like hitting the brakes. Exactly, and it just it ruined the fun for everybody. So you're gonna run into shit like that if you play with random people. The ideal situation in this game is if you just had like a bunch of your own friends playing this. But at the same time, I like playing with random people because you run into people who are like genuinely wanting to play the game. You run into some people who are really good, are really good at drawing, which is great. Under crazy time restrictions too. Yeah. Um, so. so that aspect I really like, but yeah, playing playing with randos in any game, you're you're rolling the dice. Sure. Um, luckily, I think people who are on Twitch looking for that game were probably mostly one type of person. So people who um, you know, want to draw. So. Um, yeah, overall, really fun game. Um, I would definitely be open to doing another stream like this again, uh, which also reminds me I want to do another Jackbox stream soon. So um, we haven't done, I was thinking about the other day before we did this, I was like, we haven't done like a community stream in a while. So I'd like to do those again, but also more often. So it's always a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and this was a good, uh, good step in that direction. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, I don't really have a whole lot to add to that. Um, I played on phone. Yeah, it's uh, a lot. It does have um, ads on it as well, but it's at the bottom of the screen and doesn't seem to interfere um, at all with the experience. Um, I'm also speaking from the perspective of an iPhone user. Uh, Chris can speak from Android when it's his turn. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's talk about the elephant in the room, though. The sure. difference. So yeah. my, my, my only complaint I had is um, the game offers a different canvas depending on what platform you're playing on. And so even when you're playing together and you have people playing in a horizontal format on PC and on phone, it forces you into vertical format. Um, makes things like the animation really hard because when someone who has like this much width um, uses the whole canvas and then it gets the mobile, it goes, you only get this much. Um, so something hopefully they work on. Um, I can't really complain too much. It's a free game. 
Um, yeah, it's just weird that that like we're playing the same game and I'm in landscape mode and you're in like fucking portrait portrait yeah. mode, and so you can tell like there's a mode called animation. I'm just gonna explain real quick because even when I explain to people and people are like, I know what it is, they still didn't get it. But um, <laughs> you're essentially making an animation with frames and everybody's drawing their own frame. And so I draw a picture of a stick figure like this, and someone draws the next frame of that, and um, you really saw it there in the animations because, like, I would draw one part of the frame and I would really utilize the whole landscape. And then, like, somebody else would get it. I don't know what they're drawing, but by the time we watched it, you would see, like, a full area and then, like, a vertical slice of what somebody was trying to replicate from the last frame. And then another one like that. And then another one's, like, completely landscape. Yeah. And it was just, like, it seems weird that the game wouldn't either go, hey, you should turn your phone sideways to have more real estate to draw on or give you the option to do it. Yeah, if you actually do put it sideways, it'll tell you it does play that way. So the screen literally goes black with a message saying to, to put your phone back. The other because person. I don't play that game. So um, like Chris, <laughs> if there is a way, because I tried like, you know, doing like pinching motions and stuff like that, and it would just take it as me drawing on the screen. I was hoping I could like zoom out or something to maybe move it because mm -hmm. I'd be fine with that. I get it. I'm, I'm choosing to play on phone. Um, but I didn't see that. So, I mean, if anyone's watched this has more experience and it is an option, let me know, but I could, could not like, um, you know, low effort to figure it out. So here's the bummer because like, it's awesome that you can play with people from PC to phone. That's awesome. Tablet, whatever. Yeah. Cause it's a browser game. And so like just that one little hurdle is just like the, the, yeah. the game's full potential can't be met because of that really questionable fucking limitation. It's a strange one, and I wonder, and like I said, I, I do wonder if it's something they are working on, and if not, I hope they do, because... Um, yeah, they fix that shit. Uh, it, really, it really only affects the animation, I think, though, because, like, the normal mode seemed to work just fine. There's a couple where, like, you get somebody's, and you're, you're supposed to replicate it, and so there's a lot of the picture you're not going to see, but for the most part, people typically draw towards the center of the picture anyway, so... Well, and even in that case... Uh, and an animation, it will show you the whole frame in the preview. Uh, okay. And then when you get the canvas, it, it zooms okay. in on the sections. Gotcha. So, so you can still yep. see yep. it. Um, so even in still pictures, you can still like take that and try to adapt to it. Um, you just have to you know work within the confines that you're given. So, mm -hmm. but yeah, I mean, that's my only complaint. Uh, otherwise, it's a lot of fun. I think there is a different version. I don't know if it's the same company, it's a, if it's like an older version or something like that, or or maybe it's a knockoff or whatever, but there is also Gartic.io, and it does have lobbies. So, um, yeah, yeah, I saw that. I'm not sure. But when I watched streamers play it originally, it was Gartic Fog. Fog. <laughs> yeah, fun, though. Yeah. Yeah, Chris, I, thoughts? I ran it on the on an Android phone, like Chevy was saying, and I, I didn't have any the same problems. Uh, the, the, the ad was at the bottom, didn't really affect anything drawing-wise, gameplay-wise. I had all the same tools, because I started on PC. I switched to phone, because I had a, a stylus. I didn't want to draw with a mouse anymore. Um, and it was really, really frustrating being able to see the whole image ahead of time, and then being limited to this smaller scope. Like, I could see, like, in the animations particularly, you could see the whole thing they drew before. And then it gives you kind of like the shadow of like what they drew. So you know where to animate things properly. And it would just be like this shrunk down like cut. And I'd just be so frustrated because I couldn't fill out the rest of the animation. That's the only complaint I have about it. Just like Chevy. Everything else worked great. It was fun and entertaining. But the limitation of the screen shrinking was just so frustrating. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds 
stupid and then of course when uh when we're playing it it affects it not in a negative way but it's just oh i wish i wish they could do something to to make that better yeah yeah um i mean i'll also say too that uh and i think this comes with just because it is a creative thing um time disappears <laughs> playing stuff like this so. oh yeah that's anything I do creative, uh, time just melts. And so even if I'm doing like random doodles and hanging out with people and talking, yeah, time just flies by. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sunday's gone. Yeah, yeah. Sunday was <laughs> gone. We started at 3 p.m. We ended at 9. So it was over. Luckily, it went really smooth, which is nice. Um, yeah, so before one of you takes what you've been playing, you hop in and say whatever you want to say about that. Uh, you get any any opinions? Did you enjoy yourself, Chris, playing it? I loved it. I loved it so much. The, the animation was by far, concept-wise, my most favorite game. It mode. seems like that was a lot of people's favorite. It was definitely one of my favorite. Although I think the normal mode it was like, when we first played, I was like, yeah, that's whatever. You just draw. When you but have then people. When you have a bunch of people, I'm like, okay, I actually really like this because it's like a lot of fun seeing it evolve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really, really like normal mode. I like the secret mode, but everybody hated it. It's oh annoying, but I love the end because you get to see the the result. Um, but anim- animation was definitely, and I like it better than the movie mode. The movie mode is uh, gives you more frames, but it always it comes out weird. I don't know for some reason. I think the animation one mm. seems better, but um, yeah. The only thing it's it's fine. Everybody's having fun or whatever. But like, um, the only thing that sucks in the animation mode is like I said, some people I don't think are understanding what they're doing. They're not understanding how animation works and how frames work. And that's not me going like you don't get it, but like. I would draw a picture and sometimes someone draw like almost like try to draw the same picture that I drew or they would draw a picture similar to mine, but not in relation to mine. So like if I drew like a cat, they would draw their own version of a cat on a different part of the picture. And in animation, it's just going to be like blips of like different cat heads everywhere and it just doesn't yeah. work. Um, but every once in a while, we got some really cool animations. I would actually like to, I, I want to go through the six hours of it and do like a highlight reel and just cut out all the the cool animations that we did. Oh, some yeah. of them were really neat. Yeah, actually, one probably one of my favorite ones was the uh, the one where uh, a tree and an island, and all of a sudden there was a uh, a dog that appeared there, and then and, the bird. and then all of a sudden a seagull showed up and dropped off a, a dead fish, Ooh. and then the dog ate the fish. I was like, wow, that actually worked. Yeah, that, really well. that one was cool. Um, <laughs> It's funny too because I was like real conservative about my impact on that animation because somebody I just got a picture of a dog on an island in a tree. I was like, I don't know what I can do with that. <laughs> so I was like, I'll make the tree sway. So I took the tree and I redrew it exactly, but like had it just slightly over here so it would look like it's moving. But then everybody else went fucking crazy with it, and someone drew. <laughs> I like how the bird started as like a normal looking bird, started slowly looking more like a jet. <laughs> flying by but it dropped the fish like right into the fucking dog's mouth i was like that was perfect um another one was really good is the person it's weird the first frame has two people in a boat and after that frame someone oh, that drew after was like fuck the second guy <laughs> and like and then i got the third frame i think so i was like trying to emphasize the motion of the boat moving but then like right after that someone just drew a fish coming from under him and then someone made it eat him and like it, it ended up at the end looking really good it was less about the guy in the boat and more about the fucking fish being hungry. Um, 
And then the UFO that I drew, I was trying to make it look like it was sweeping in, but then everybody animated it flying into lava and blowing up, and they turned into some mutant thing. I was like, all right. So, like, that's that's one of the things I love about it is, like, I have this idea, but then the the amalgamation of different minds creates this whole new fucking thing. And some of it's not even, like, everyone has a plan of what they're going to do, but the next person has no idea what the fuck they were going to do. So, like, it just has a life of, of its own. So, it's kind of a cool experiment. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Any other ones uh, you enjoy? The I really like the one where you have to copy the drawing and it gets faster and faster and faster. Like, yeah, I think that one yeah, was like really that one hilarious. Too. Yeah, I forgot which one that that is. But that was the fun moment, too. But the end result is. Good. Oh, I was yeah. stressed. I was like yelling and shit because <laughs> I was just like, it's so... and it's funny because at the end you see like a detailed picture and the next one's like a replication of that and it slowly just turns into something so <laughs> you put on your fridge. Yeah, it's it, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. It's Even if so you can draw deceptive well. at first, because it yeah. gives you so much time in the beginning to draw this crazy picture. You're like, well, should I get all this extra time? I gotta draw more, more details, and then you slowly realize like each round it gets faster and faster and yep. faster. And then by the time you get to like one of the last rounds, it, you have like seconds. And so I'm like, I draw a fucking square that looks similar to the square before, like a person. I'm like, this is where he was. And like, sure, yeah. by the end, it's just like a square with a dot in the middle of it and a, and a half circle next to him. And it's like, what the hell's that? Like, it was it was a dude walking his fucking dog. But I also like the oh yeah moments that'll happen because yep. like, you'll be, that. you'll get someone's drawing mm. and you'll copy it. And then you'll see the beginning, like when you get to the end, we're showing them off. I'm like, I didn't get that one. Yep. And you see it devolve into something oh that that there's so many versions of that that's really interesting because sometimes i'll get a picture and it's like midway through the animate or not the animation but the pictures that people have been drawing and i look at them like i don't know what the fuck this is yeah i try to make sense (laughs) of it and then i'll i'll get to the end and it shows the original concept and i'm like sometimes i don't even know yeah it's that but sometimes i'll see i'm like oh that's what that was okay that's where that went that's real interesting yeah or like uh I'll see a picture. I'm like, I know, I don't know what this is. (laughs) So by the time it got to me, it was something else. (laughs) And that's always really fun to kind of see how the hell that got to where it got. So. Agreed. Yeah. It's, it's a really fun (laughs) social game. It's, it's hard for me to call it anything other than that because it's just like the fun is the, the, you know, the basics of drawing and hanging out, but also like the, what the game offers in the randomness of what can happen. So yeah, uh, unless you guys have more to say on Garic Phone, somebody can hop in and talk about what they've been playing. Go ahead, Chris. Oh, um, well, my list for once is uh, actually relatively short, even though I've been gone for a while. Uh, I have been playing uh, Curse of the Dead Gods, which is a roguelike game uh, kind of set in like, God, I don't even know what the time period would be like. It's like you play like this kind of like pirate captain guy who is stuck in like this temple, this Mayan temple, uh, and you, you're you're cursed. Uh, and it it just have like three different weapons that you can mix and match and upgrade as you level th- or play through the dungeon. Uh, the fun mechanic though is that uh, you, you're literally cursed. So every time you proceed through a floor, a door to the next level, uh, your curse increases. And then once it reaches a hundred, uh, you get a debuff. Um, and your enemies can give you debuffs on top of that, so or, your, or more curse on top of that. So it's really like 
builds up that course pretty quick if you're not paying attention and they can be really detrimental or they can just kind of be like eh, kind of 50 50 good bad scenarios um and then when you beat the bosses you, you either end the game there or you remove one curse and move on to the next set of floors um and i'm really enjoying it a lot it's a lot of fun uh and i think everybody should give it a go it's a lot of fun it's one of those games that i feel like I either wanted to play or have played, and then you start describing. I'm like, I haven't played that, <laughs> but it, I I know the name. I I've thought about playing it, so that makes me want to try it out. It's it's a lot of fun. I really enjoy it. There's there's a stamina mechanic that is related to like dodging and and shooting and heavy weapons and parry. There's parrying as well in it. Um, it's just it's 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 a lot of fun. Definitely recommend it to everybody. Um, and then the other game that I've been playing pretty much exclusively lately is uh warframe i i hop back into warframe and uh i've got i've got a railjack now built i had to build that into the 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 dojo that took a lot of resources to build um and a lot of time to get that but those missions uh those are those are hard missions um particularly if you're playing solo or with randos who don't really know what they're doing uh it definitely takes a lot of coordination to get a railjack mission to go smooth um, it took my brother and I, we did the first one, just the two of us, like seven times before we actually got the hang of like what we were doing. Mm. It's definitely a lot of nuances to it. Um, but once you get it, it's it's fun and it, it goes by pretty quick. Uh, so it adds a whole new level of challenges. There's whole different you know mechanics to how those missions work out and stuff like that. It's a lot of fun. It kind of combines... Um, it, it takes the railjack, you're flying this big ship and everybody's you know helping pilot it and shoot it and repair it. As well as arc wings, you can you know hop out of the ship in the arc wing and shoot with that, as well as regular mission types because you hop out of your ship into enemy ships and kind of just go through that with your warframe. It's a lot of fun. Um, it just kind of doing the grind, the warframe grind. That's what I've been doing, trying mm-hmm. to catch up with everything. There's a lot of changes that have been invented since last I played. A That's the big that- deterrent for me, man, is fucking knowing how much they've added. I'm like almost afraid to hop in because I'm like, there's so much shit and I don't, I lost track of it because I hadn't played in a while. And by the time I wanted to play it again, I was like, I don't know what the fuck any of this shit is. Like, hopefully it explains it well enough, but. It's, it- I, I had to look some things up here and there, but it's nothing too hard. It's nothing too bad, I should say. It definitely has a big difficulty spike from what I remember. And, and like I said, because of the changes, uh, my weapons that were like, you know, melting enemies have changed and they don't melt as well as they used to, which is fine. Uh, that just kind of comes with how the game progresses and evolves over time. Um, but I'm definitely still having a lot of fun playing it. Just just a straight blast and there's there's whole two new factions of grinding rep that i since i last played uh the fortuna i did a bit of not too much and then there's a new one on on a new place called demios probably pronouncing that wrong uh it, and it's just there's a lot of grinding involved but it's it's a lot of fun it's definitely a lot of fun i, I want everybody to hop back in and play again yeah, I've thought about it, especially with all the stuff that uh, we didn't cover because we were gone. Uh, great timing on that part. But uh, hearing that they're finally working towards getting cross-play and cross-progression, um, that's fucking huge, especially how long the game's been out. Um, there's something else they announced, too. Do you remember? 
There's another big thing they announced with that. Um, but that was like the big thing. I heard that. I was like, holy shit, they're finally doing that. Like I could play it on PC and have all my shit. Um, that would be crazy. That's all I remember. There's something else that's like a real big part of um, of their announcements. I can't remember. We should probably do an episode at some point, even though it's way the fuck in the past now. But it'd be fun to talk about it. Um, but yeah, it, 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 that was around the time you hopped back in too. So like mm-hmm. all those announcements got me kind of interested in playing. I haven't played in a long time. So um, obviously we're big Warframe fans. We all really enjoy it. But uh, me and Chevy and everyone else I know really hasn't been playing it a whole lot. So, but it's cool yeah, you're back I, into it. I do know that with the cross save, cross play thing, that their goal is, is if, if you have a PC account and a console account, the the goal, the long term goal, like it's not guaranteed, is to merge those accounts together. So if you have stuff on one and more stuff on the other, you're going to get both put together. That that's their goal. So you don't lose things on either account. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was saying. Like they're working towards it. That's pretty that generous goal. Their their wording <laughs> seemed pretty like that's what they want. I, mm. I think they can do it. There's other people who do do cross progression. Um, but one thing that I think a lot of people don't really think about a whole lot is there's like legal barriers, but also patch barriers. I mean, the big thing with Sony is they have a different system. Um, than other people so um it's kind of hard to release shit all at the same time so if you have content on this side and over there you're supposed to have that but it's not out over there it's it's hard to to make that work but by now i feel like they probably have uh figured out a road to make that work so hopefully that does because that would be huge because um i started playing warframe back when it came out on pc and then as just to check out what it was like on PS4, um, that's where I got into it, like really bad. And then after that, I invested too much. I was like, I can't go over to PC now. I put too much time into fucking the console version, but I always wanted to play on PC. So um, it'd be awesome if I could just play anywhere. Not even just because I want to play on PC. It would just be awesome to have that option. But if I have a PS4, PS5, an Xbox, a PC, wherever the fuck I got, I can just play mm. there. Oh, uh, aren't they doing a mobile? That's what I was just going to say. I just looked it up, the Tenocon announcements. They're, they're working on a mobile version of it. Yeah, and I think they're intending to make that cross-play. I think mm-hmm. I heard that. You're going to say something. I was going to say, I, I think that hurdle probably got easier for them, too. And I'm speaking completely out of ignorance at this point so take what i have to say with a grain of salt but um their development cycle changed over time they used to release a lot of like rapid fire small stuff and now they don't it's more just like long big big stuff it's probably a lot easier to plan um, updates around certification for consoles when you're not doing uh rapid fire updates so yeah that's a good point but yeah, you actually like schedule that shit. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah, if you have like rapid fire little things here or there, you have to do that constantly. It's get permission nonstop. Yeah, yeah it, would, it would be rough. That's cool though. I need to hop on, see what the hell's going on with the fucking the dojo <laughs> that I fucking started. I have no idea even what's going on there anymore because I just haven't been on like <laughs> years now. I don't know. 
Um, but yeah, missed that game. Uh, anything else on Warframe or any other games you've been playing? That that's all I've been doing, man. It's like grind has got me hard. Yeah. Yeah, I I got a bunch of games I want to play, but I've just been playing a lot of the Ascent lately, so I feel it. But every once in a while, I like just having a game that I play. So, Chevy, mine's gonna be real short. So it's great because we're fucking forty minutes, fifty minutes into this episode already. Played uh, some Cyberpunk. Can't talk about it. Give a month, so come back at the end of the month for that one. But you got your card back. Got it's working good on there. Oh yeah, it's looking real good on there. Yeah, I actually. <laughs> I was telling a coworker today, I think it's funny that I can run Cyberpunk completely maxed out, buttery smooth, uh, Minecraft with shaders, 20 frames per second. It's wild. But Cyberpunk's the bad game. Find <laughs> out at the end of the month if it is or not. Yeah, maybe, so I'm, maybe I'm joking. Played that a little bit. Um, by a little bit, I mean most of last night. So yeah, just one night I played it so far. Um played some minecraft but that was more so i didn't want to think and i wanted to watch youtube at the same time so i strip mined for hours uh um, sounds like a real good time I was, I'm, not, I'm not even joking it sounds yeah, great i wasn't was not even paying attention to the game other than to do inventory management every once in a while so um which was great because i found a bunch of diamonds that day uh sick let's see what else and Final Fantasy XIV, I'm still leveling Monk. I hit 60, so I got all the achievements for getting everything to 60, yada, yada, yada. Uh, one more level, and all my unfinished jobs will be 61. Everything else is 80. So, and I can start going through, and anything that shares armor, keep the armor set and level them at the same time to save myself some gill. And hopefully, be Omni 80 by the time Endwalker comes out. But at the rate I've been leveling... Um, and Q times, thanks to uh, and a good problem to have, but all the new players lately, uh, DPS queues are awful because <laughs> everyone wants to hit things. So, yep. um, and my healers are already maxed out, and half my tanks are maxed out. So, I'm pretty much leveling DPS other than a couple tanks, which I don't really like playing with randos when I'm tanking. So, so obviously, you haven't played it yet, but do you think? And Walker has a good chance or definitely has a chance of being a game of the year. It's ending a 10 year story. Yeah. Um, so unless they figure. fuck that up. Yeah. Um, I, I honestly feel like this could be hard because of the investment I have in the yeah. story at this point. Um, I'm not calling it yet, but yeah. I do think it, it's pretty. I was just thinking recently we're in August already. So like I'm already starting to think of like, end of the year shit well, and it depends on when we do the episode and when i actually get to play the expansion because it might have to end up being next year's depending so. yeah well that's your call there's no rule to that but yeah because like i wanted to wait on cyberpunk because it was so late in the year too i think at the point where they do the game Awards show anything after that is the next year at that point yeah. so but that's how they do it but yeah um if i played a game that was like if, if within one day of playing that game at the end of the year i just fucking felt passion and shit like dude this is better than everything i played this year i would easily pick it as game of the year but yeah, yeah. there is a lack of time towards the end of the year to really give it a fair shot for sure and then what do you do just disqualify it no it should carry over but yeah um yeah i was thinking about that earlier because um i was talking with somebody uh who also plays 
uh, Final Fantasy, and we're talking about Game of the Year stuff, and he had brought up Endwalker. I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a sure. <laughs> That's a contender for sure, because the way we do Game of the Year here, we allow large chunks of content like expansions like that because if the game's been out for 10 years and every once in a while there's like a new chunk of content 40 hour story game. yeah, yeah. It, it, it counts as a game <laughs> so but i was thinking about me and i'm like i'm pretty sure i got really bold last year with what i thought my game of the year and runner-ups were and i was completely wrong that's fine i'm i'm very okay with being wrong that's um, an okay kind of wrong anyways yeah sure i, I play great <laughs> games and uh i i like being surprised um this year though i i feel like all three of my top favorite games might be fps's which would be crazy because like it's been a while every year there's call of duty and sometimes there's battlefield and then there's battlefield 5 um which they gave away recently i guess so and yeah they they just they're just trying to give that shit out but um and the game's fine but um it's just it's soulless but yeah, with the amount of FPSs and like right now, still, I think Resident Evil Village is like my favorite game of the year. Um, but then like we got like Battlefield 2040 or 2042 um, and that's not going to have a campaign. But if the gameplay is fucking awesome, uh, that's enough for me. And then uh, uh, Dying Light 2 is a contender for me. And then uh, I haven't played it. And then Far Cry 6. I'm a huge fan of Far Cry. I've loved every single one of them. Um and I think even though some people didn't like five that much, I think five has one of the best stories Far Cry's ever had. And I think it's fucking fantastic. Um, so with that trajectory, Far Cry six could be like really fucking good. So I, I keep thinking like I gotta I gotta see what the other games that came out this year. But yeah, I should been thinking about that. I, I'd have to look at a list, but I don't think this year really had any like heavy hitters for me. So, so far, not not for me either, except for Resident Evil Village. I think Resident Evil Village is like really fucking yeah. good. And it is understandable. Um games weren't really being made at the same capacity yeah. last year well so. next year is gonna be fucking insane yeah 2022 is gonna be like the year of of all the big bangers this is gonna be so hard to pick a game of the year next year unless they get delayed even further but everyone in the fucking brother delayed their games into 2022 yeah which makes sense like all these games fucking i think stalker 2 is coming out in 2022 i mean a bunch of games are but like i thought that was coming out this year and then it got delayed in the 2022 yeah but um yeah, that's going to be a crazy fucking year. But so it's fine because then I don't have to think about Final Fantasy fourteen that year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good to strap in this year since everyone got delayed into the next one. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the conclusion of that story. So I'm also excited. Yeah, definitely. Um, on the topic of, of 2022 and games coming out, though, I think it's going to do a lot for... Um, I'll, I'll say current gen at this, at this point. Yeah. Um, some people feel like they're still kind of being shortchanged in games for the current gen. When I say current gen, I mean Xbox, X and S and PS5. Um, but 2022, I think we're going to get a fucking just a dump of all the games we were supposed to get. So it's going to help that. Um, it will be completely fixed, but the catch up on super con superconductors uh, will be a little better handled as well so yeah by then plus I yeah think new factories are opening up next year and too. fucking intel's making graphics cards now and shit called arc which is interesting we have a third company making graphics cards that's a long time coming Let's see if they watch some at intel I'll, prices yeah i would say watch watch them do it for a year and just give up on it we'll see any more of 14 anything else um kind of derailed there a sec 
No, I mean, the only thing I'd really say is um, it is interesting that even at the beginning of the year, um, we get home late, we work evenings. So um, so logging in is usually just easy, no, no issues. Now I can get home and I have to wait in queue to get in. And it's kind of a weird feeling um, that at the slowest point of the day, I still have to wait to get in. So yeah. it's, I, again, good problem to have. I'm glad the game is doing great. Um, you know, obviously I have an affinity for it and I want it to succeed. So, um, but uh, yeah, kind of, it's, it's really strange for a seven, eight year old, you know, iteration of the game. So yeah, it's, it's obviously still bumping, obviously, but like, you know, like a week or two ago, three weeks, four weeks ago, fucking, it was like such a huge fucking topic that it's really crazy because the game's been out and a lot of stuff people are praising like new people are praising i'm like it's been there yeah yeah it's <laughs> yeah. weird um i like it don't get me wrong I, like i said i have an affinity for the game um but it is weird yeah because like you know the community who has been playing has been like the story is amazing the story is amazing the story is amazing the rating is fun the rating is fun and then people are you know playing it now and they're like you can watch like you can watch videos of these people like have no interest and all of a sudden they're invested by the time they get the, the first expansion. I'm just like, mm. this is so crazy. I've been telling like you've been told for a long time. And I'm not saying that in the regards of like this isn't a verse thing. I I am an MMO player. Like New World comes out, I plan on playing it. Yeah, Astro Creation comes out, I plan on playing it. Like yep. I like MMOs. So um it was always weird to me the hesitation there just because of anime, essentially. So Oh, that's that's a huge make or break for a lot of people. It's so weird. Um, yeah, I'm I just play everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been interesting for me too because, like, I've listened to you for years talk about Final Fantasy fourteen, and like, I've played it on and off plenty, but like, um, I need to play more. But a lot of a lot of the talking points I've heard over time from you and other people who play regularly. I'm just getting like a bunch of that repeated to me now in 2021. Yeah. I'm like, holy shit. Why is this happening? Again? <laughs> why am I hearing all these talking points again? The exact same things I've heard so many times. Um, and I'm not even trying to be like that guy. I'm not a guy who's like, oh, I hear popular stuff. But I'm like, I'm stoked that the game's doing really well. But like, like the, a lot of the conversation is like a lot of people who are just kind of finding out about it. And I'm like, I don't want to have this conversation again. So that's just me, like, you know, wanted to, like, I'm glad you guys are having fun. Yeah. But it's so, it's just been a weird experience to, to see that happen. Like, I can't think of another MO that was successful already. Like, Final Fantasy XIV wasn't like fucking some no, small good. MMO that was dying or something like that. It's not like an underdog story, but um, it did go from like, yeah, it's one of the big ones to like the biggest one. And everybody's like people who wouldn't even give the game a chance are like, this game's great. Yeah, exactly. Did that, you know that's, the, that's like, weird for me? Yeah, yeah. It's 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 fucking bizarre. Because like but it's cool. Like you said, the game's already successful. I mean Shadowbringers yeah, fine. before this wave of new players uh had the most players the game's had already. Yeah. And then mm -hmm. it just got hit so hard now that they already were planning on expanding the servers and now they're trying to expedite it and they're trying to like give companies more money to allow them to buy the parts uh earlier and this company's like we literally don't have the parts sorry so even in 2019 at e3 fucking uh obviously final fantasy 7 was the big thing but like yeah 
the Final Fantasy fourteen booth was huge, and there's people always in that fucking line. I mean, like, there's people are anticipating that and already really excited. So, like I said, it was already it was already popping, but now it's just, it's just like way more. Yeah, I mean, even the collector's edition when it went on sale for Endwalker mm-hmm. sold out so fast. I, I like I was trying to buy it and it was gone. I was like, Jesus! You're living that PS five life <laughs> for a lot of people. Um, yeah, no, it's 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 fucking crazy. Um. Fuck! I had a point I was gonna make. I complete. It just went. Because I started thinking about. I start. No, I started thinking about PS5s. All of a sudden, just changed my, my <laughs> brain. Um, it might come back to me. Anyway. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty much it. I just. I am. I am happy to see the game being so successful. But <laughs> it is weird. Like midnight. There's a queue to log in. I was like, Yeah. What the hell? And I don't even play on a busy data center. So. Yeah, it's strange. Yeah. Yeah, uh, what's his face on Twitter? Grums. He uh, mm. he said he just like fishes all the time. That's all he does. Fishing's pretty good. Yeah, he loves it. I mean, our- he was asking other people like, "What's good fishing?" And a lot of MMOs. And somebody said something. And he's like, he's like fucking blocked because they brought up some game. I forgot. <laughs> They're like, "Fishing's pretty good in this game." He's like, "Nope." So a lot of times it's pretty simple, but the the, the crafting and gathering system in fourteen. And- is effectively combat stuff. Yeah. So they're, they're classes pretty yeah. much. So with moves and abilities. Yeah. So it's very involved. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I uh yeah. <laughs> I'm happy, but at the same time I'm a little confused. So yeah, it's weird. It's cool though. 100%. Oh, the thing I was gonna say, it came back to me. Excellent. I'm glad to see the success of the game though, because in a time I'm not gonna mention names. We all know what I'm implying here, but like certain companies don't treat their community well or as well as they could treat them. Mm. And some people slowly realize that if they're part of those communities, some people just deny or whatever, they're happy with it, whatever. Some but some companies have those reputations. And then even watching some of the people who have just recently got into Final Fantasy 14, noticing how their team communicates with their community but also how that they're listening and all this shit i'm not trying to play up that like well these are the good guys making this game and there's the bad guys making this game i'm not trying to play that up but like it's cool to see that all the success uh is going towards um not a shitty company of people who don't give a fuck. It's not like a Death money grab. Yeah. And it's, that's cool to see because I mean, they deserve it and I'm glad it's being recognized. That's not even just me and my observation. That's people who are new to the game going like, Oh, these devs are fucking awesome. They had no idea. Yeah. Um, Cause they didn't play the game. So it's, it's been kind of cool to see like, I mean, there's like a lot of new players and they're just like recognizing that like I've been saying forever, Fucking! I think Final Fantasy XIV is one of the best MMOs that exists. So it's like, cause it's its own fucking thing. It doesn't like it's hard for me to like compare it to other MMOs. And so people are like yeah. unraveling this and finding that out on their own. And it's it's interesting to see because like it's been that for a while, but uh, the recent hype and discussion of the game has gotten people to go look at it, and they're realizing that there's a whole ass game there that um, is really good. I think the most exciting part about it is because it is fresh blood. Uh, the, I think that one of the biggest problems, someone else said this, so I, I'm, I don't remember there, so I can't say who I'm quoting, but I am quoting somebody that Final Fantasy XIV's community was living in a bubble 
Mm-hmm. And it is a good thing that is now that bubble is being invaded by outside um, perspectives. That's healthy for any MMO. Yeah. It's going to help the game grow. Yeah. Because uh, the devs are going to hear different opinions now. So. Yeah. You definitely have people who are like Final Fantasy people they're playing still, Final Fantasy 14. They're gatekeeping really bad and it's really frustrating. For sure. Yeah. But, but the, the problem with that is the game will continue it won't probably see growth if that if that just yeah. maintained and those people are gonna be there for a while but they're gonna slowly recede as other things come out and the hardcore will stay the people who will never leave that game ever like any mmo yeah but you, you're not gonna get uh you're not gonna get new blood so yeah this this rush of new people people who would probably have never played this game otherwise um it's not only good for the success of the game and the company, but just good for the game's health. Um, so this will bring a lot of conversation into dead, like forgotten systems in the game, like yeah. typical MMO crap. They have an idea, they put it in, and they go, eh, "The engagement's real low. We're done with that." So yeah. now that engagement's coming back, maybe that comes back on the table as well. Uh, the big example I could give with that is PvP, like the community that was playing the game wasn't interested you got a lot of people come from games that maybe have pvp backgrounds that discussion can happen now so yeah i, I know somebody who uh it's important who, who's like, interested in the pvp but um i will say people are playing it right now though because yeah. there's a lot of people trying it out so yeah it's something i've never heard anything like i've never heard anything bad about it but i've never heard like anybody go like it's great there's like it's there it, it's okay yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it exists so maybe if there's enough people getting into it, they can maybe put some work into that. Although I feel like people who don't do the PVP will probably not like that if they start putting more work into things they don't interact with. I mean, the people PVP in are, are are probably happy to have people to queue in with sure. because the way it stands right now, PVP is done with organized Discord events. Really? Mm. Yep. Woo. That sounds awful. Well, that's then that's the point. Except for when PvP seasons happen, because then there's a reward that even non-PvPers try to get at that point. So, gotcha. But yeah, in between seasons, there's no one queuing up for it. So people are like, "Well, I want to do this game mode. I need to find people who are like-minded in that. They have to make communities, plan days, and stuff like that for PvP." So that shows you the weakness of that part of the game. Hmm. So that discussion needs to happen because. It needs to be interesting. The problem is reward structure in a game that has um, vertical progression. So, yeah, yeah. Anything else? Probably move on to the next topic. Sure, because we can sit here and talk about this for a long time. Anything else, Chris? No, no. All right. Well, let us know in the comments what games have you guys been playing? What games would you recommend? What are your thoughts on Final Fantasy XIV's health and success right now? Uh, is there other MMOs you'd like to see the same thing happen? Have you played the PvP in Final Fantasy XIV? Is that something you'd like to see more work put into? Or are you somebody who's like, yeah, no, don't fucking touch that. Just keep doing what you're doing. Let me know everything you think about in the comments below. Okay, we got some videos to watch. Um, let me switch you guys over so you can watch them as well. Otherwise, we might just watch them. You can just watch us watch them. That'd be boring as hell. <laughs> so the first video we're going to be watching is uh, the official launch trailer for 12 Minutes. This is a game that we've seen uh, a couple times already. Um, and it's coming out August 19th. 
Um, so very soon, when they say launch trailer, they mean it. Um, if you don't know, this is that game that's kind of like uh, Groundhog's Day in the top-down room with the people in it. And um, yeah, I have a general interest in it. I remember when we first saw it, especially for the... Uh, I think it was a PlayStation showcase. They showed all these indie games mm. and almost every single one of them. I was like, that looks awesome. That looks awesome. That looks awesome. That looks awesome. This is one of those games I thought looked awesome. For so, sure. um, I'm really excited mm. to see this. Mm. I'm excited to play it. So it would be a lot happier in two days. Um, but yeah, any thoughts, uh, before we watch this? I mean, you kind of said what I would agree with. I, you know, had an interest when they first showed it and I am still curious. Um, I, I do feel it's a game they can't show too much on though. Cause it's probably... Yeah. Spoiler story so, story heavy. So yeah, yeah the more you show gameplay, yeah. especially everything I've seen on it looks like there's just like constant dialogue happening. So what are you gonna show? Yeah, like exactly. everything that happens. So mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Ready to watch this, Chris? Yep. All right. Three, two, one, go. So when is a dessert not just a dessert? I have something to share. So? Okay, look, I clearly haven't opened it yet, and I know there are baby clothes inside. I just bought them today. How could you know? It's so quiet. I know this sounds weird, but the day's repeating itself. What are you talking about? I've done it before. Just listen. I haven't figured out how it all works yet, but for example, if I get beat up, I go back to the start of the evening. What? Suggesting we got those people doing it? For sure. He's gonna hurt us. You gotta go. And leave you alone? Police! What the fuck? Number one, I can't believe it in the world, so... My father! Please, you must be... Why is he Agent 47? No playing dumb! Good question. Getting assassinated, boy. I know the truth. I'm not lying. I just said no more games. I forgive everything, all of it. Things like this. I'm so intrigued by the given. the top-down angle of, of, and doing storytelling with that. Well, how the whole thing's like in the apartment as well. Yeah. Like, uh, mm-hmm. it's neat. It's it's like the perfect example of like indie games doing something small but doing something really interesting with it. Yeah. I mean it's like, oh I got an idea and I don't have to appease the corporate overlords of a triple A company. So we can actually play around with this. Yeah. I mean so like for me, obviously uh it, it reminds me a lot of and it was kind of brought up already, but Groundhog's Day, but also mm-hmm. for you anime fans, uh ReZero. Um, which I love both of those things. So um, I already have a a bit of an interest in that regard. Plus I I like the idea of like time is repeating, but his memory is not. So like Mm. time's still going forward for him. He's just stuck. Yeah. Um, Well, it's it's the puzzle of like, you know, live, die, repeat, or whatever the hell the original name of that movie was. Um, uh where you know what's going to happen you try new things that doesn't work that doesn't work that it's like an unraveling puzzle to yeah. try and find how to avoid certain outcomes or whatever really to watch zero <laughs> didn't i watch some of it you watched a little bit yeah that's pretty much the whole like the big like premise of the show is maybe i'll do that game. as the first fucking i foray into reviewing anime uh, it's a good one i do think dragon slayer it would be a safe one though as well so just because it's 
it's there was, there's based. one i had landed on and i wanted to do but i forgot what it was yeah. anyways yeah. to the game yeah. here um i also think like the, the they obviously spend some money on voice actors um and yeah. in this case i don't hate it because they're actors and it's a dialogue game right well, they're all pretty decent. I mean, Willem Dafoe is fucking awesome, but like James McAvoy is a good actor. Daisy Ridley does fine. Yeah, she's the like, only concern you ever I really have uh, when it comes to celebrities doing this kind of stuff is um, are they going to phone it in or do they actually give yeah. a shit? You know, so right. it's like that wizard came from the moon. Exactly. So hopefully they're doing because they want to do it, and not because the paycheck was good enough. Um, yeah, like oh, I'll take some money. Fuck it. What do you want me to say? And other than that, like visual style and the the perspective and stuff, I'm I'm a big fan. It looks cool. Uh, it's really neat looking. Yeah, is good. So, yeah, um, I'm hoping the story is is compelling enough. I like. It's been done. Some people hate when people do things have been done, but m- most of it's been done. Um, so, what do you bring into that story? That's the thing. Hopefully, the story is done well. They got the actors to play the parts as long as they don't phone it in. Um, I want to know why they decided to do the perspective. Is that just an artistic thing or is there something to that that they're going to utilize? I mean, it's called 12 minutes, too. So, like, I don't I don't know, you know, what that I mean, it's probably in segments of 12 minutes. But um, there's a lot of mystery to this game that I want to want to know more about. Um, but, yeah, the story's really got to be good because I don't think the gameplay i mean the gameplay would probably be fine but um yeah if they don't nail something to compel you it's might be a miss why would you want to go forward yeah, yeah exactly yep it might yep. be a miss shot but um every time i watch something on this even this trailer like we're talking about this trailer right here i think this trailer did a good job it's very cinematic it reminded me of a movie um reminded me of a movie i would want to watch but it's a game i can play and uh, one thing, too, is um, it's not the best mocapping I've ever seen, but it's good mocapping. And it's really interesting to see that from a top-down perspective. Typically in games where, like, they do, like, heavy acting out scenes and mocapping, they're not normally from a top-down perspective. A lot of times when we're up here watching people down there, they can get away with a lot of, like, yeah. you know, lesser animations, lesser details, stuff like that. But this is mostly just performances happening in front of you. And uh, it's really, really interesting looking. So um, I'm hyped. I'll be picking this game up when it comes out. Chris, thoughts? Yeah. Um, it, no. No thoughts. It's an, <laughs> it's an interesting concept. Uh, the top-down perspective, gameplay, the story loop is, you know, like you said, it's done before, but that's not a big deal. Um, but something about this doesn't really grip me very well. Um, it's not a game that I would. I'm going to purchase right away. Uh, I'm definitely going to wait to see how people feel about it. But uh, like you said, it, it's it has to have a very compelling story to grip you right away. Otherwise, the game is just going to flop because it's, mm. it's relying entirely on the story uh, and and the the nature of it. But I just it feels like an online flash game. To me, like something you could find online, even though it's got fancy voice actors and things like that, it just feels like it looks like it could be a fancy online game, like you know, if you find on a web browser somewhere. I could be too harsh on it, but it just it's just not compelling enough for me to buy it right away. Yeah, I mean, outside of the 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 mocapping and the animation in that sense, and maybe the lighting, I think that kind of like the top down simplicity. I think you could probably replicate in some kind of 
mm-hmm. I think more simple looking game, but the almost Zelda like fucking perspective. I mean, how many games have you seen have something similar to that? So I, I get what you're saying. Um, there is an overall graphical quality. I think is a little higher than what you'd get in something like that, but um, it's a fair assessment, I think. So I just, I like I said, I'm, I'm going to wait to just hear what people say about it, if the story is compelling or not, because it's mm-hmm. it's going to hinge entirely upon that. Yeah, definitely. Anything else? All right. Well, I'll let you guys know after I play it. I feel like this game will probably be pretty short. Hopefully, it's not twelve minutes, but it's like hopefully it's like <laughs> you know a couple hours maybe or something like that. That's fine. I'd be okay with that as long as it's not a full six dollar game. But they got to pay James McAvoy, Daisy Ridley, and Willem Dafoe. So maybe it will be a full price game. All right. Uh, well, let us know in the comments what you guys think about twelve minutes. Are you excited for it? Not excited for it? Are you intrigued at the very least? Are you going to pick it up? What do you think about the trailer? Do you think they did a good job with it? Do you think it was like whatever? Um, and yeah, let me know all your thoughts when it comes to twelve minutes in the comments below. This part's going so much faster than the conversation we had. Uh, that's how it always goes, though. Uh, the other video we got to watch tonight is Frostpunk Two, which was officially announced. This is the official announcement trailer. Um, I don't know if there's much info on when it's coming out um but yeah it doesn't, doesn't have anything in the description here but we're gonna watch this uh we're gonna react to it but before we do that have you guys played frostpunk do you have any interest in frostpunk are you excited about the idea of a frostpunk 2 or do you not care or somewhere in between i have frostpunk uh the original mm-hmm. on my wish list on steam that's about as far as that goes it looked interesting. I heard good things about it, but I like I honestly really don't know a whole lot about it mm-hmm. other than I guess it's pretty hard. Um and then uh yeah, the, just that people loved it. So I was kind it's of curious to check cool. it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Chris. Uh I got it on Game Pass and I played through it and I beat the the base campaign and it is incredibly difficult. Like it took me two, three days worth of playing it just to beat the the <laughs> base campaign it was it was rough um and i'm curious to see what they're going to do with the second one did you like your experience uh it was challenging and it was entertaining in fact it was challenging but it was brutal and and devastating <laughs> at the same time just like story-wise games like that because i've also played frostpunk um i i really like it but they're almost demoralizing because they're constantly slowly just punishing you like oh you better fucking survive everyone's dying it's real hard we're gonna crank it up just a little bit more you thought you were doing fine not anymore game we talked about recently yeah played yeah um banished yeah yeah it comes up so often recently that i'm starting to remember the name of it um but yeah frostpunk's one of those games um i i like frostpunk for a lot of reasons but one of the things i really like about it is it's the same people who made um oh no the game where there's a war happening and trying to survive it this war mine mm. um which it really makes sense is a game i really really liked i thought it was a really cool idea you guys survive like 21 days in a war before you get evacuated wherever. very bleak very fucking bleak very depressing but i i like that and then frostpunk is very similar but it's you can tell it's from them, but it's so different than than the other game. It's like this weird, like almost po- it's this post apocalyptic or this apocalyptic steampunk 
thing going on and you just have this giant generator trying to just keep people alive in this snowy fucking hellscape um and it has this really interesting circular system to navigate around your town it's just it's for gameplay wise it's like it's it's really smart but visually it's fucking really cool looking too but it's bleak as fuck and it's just like but it's just like this war of mine it's like borderline depressing and just like fucking really just like demoralizing you like this is rough are you gonna make it um so yeah i i like it a lot but it definitely has it's it's pretty intense um but i like that uh, so I'm, I'm really excited for uh frostpunk 2 it's interesting that they went from this war mine which i think had pretty good like critical success i don't know if it sold well enough or not but it's a small yeah. indie game and then they're able to upgrade so much to frostpunk like it's a big difference it graphically looks way better but it has it has a lot of really cool ideas it's interesting they're first off making a sequel to that mm. um i would have figured they'd make a third new game but whatever um but i read a thing recently and they said that what they're bringing to frostpunk 2 is i guess a lot compared to the last game like they're gonna really fucking go crazy with it so um that's intriguing for sure everything brings some elements of this world mind into to it that'd be kind of cool um make it real depressing <laughs> but uh but yeah I, i'm really excited for this um even knowing this game's coming out made me want to play frostpunk so um and i would highly recommend it to people if they haven't played it especially if it's on their wish lists <laughs> i guess it's on game pass so you could just give microsoft 15 bucks and go play it um isn't it five on pc yes yeah, i don't think it's that expensive um yeah so anything else you guys want to say on frostpunk before we watch this all right, let's jump into it. And if I remember correctly, this trailer is the loudest of the three. So I'm going to turn this down again. Hopefully not mute Chris again. All right, three. Ready, Chris? Yep. All right, three, two, one, go. Juicy. Such a gross weapon. True. Especially if you wore armor and got hit with it. Let's get dented in. There's a third labor. Yeah. Oh, less cool. Jesus. He's a liar. I still to this day, I remember when they first started like putting stuff like that in trailers at the wish list. And still to this day, I just think it's funny when they're just like, all right, just don't forget about us. And it's effectively their, their uh, next step before pre-order. I would say it's the pre-pre-order. Yeah. Because now it's set up. All right. Uh, what do we think of Frostpunk 2's? I, I mean, it's an announcement trailer, so it was pretty much a teaser. Um, I, to be completely honest with you, it doesn't do really anything for me <laughs> yeah that's fair it is um 
you know, it, it has the imagery I was honestly expecting. Uh, minus the very end, obviously. I wouldn't have expected a dude with, you know, words carved in his chest, but uh, I was expecting the, the you know, the bleak, um, you know, the house and stuff like that where they go through and it, it looks like it hasn't been used in a long time and the slowly being taken back by Mother Nature. Um, you know, this part, very graphic, but I mean... I you know I it's that whole lead up to something. The problem I have with this part is I don't know. There's no context for me to yeah, to really sure. know what happened to this mm-hmm. dude. So other than um, someone was displeased with him, I would assume. So uh, so I think as far as it just announcing that the game exists, though, uh, for people who have played it and enjoyed it, 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 I'm sure this is all they needed. So yeah, uh, for someone or as somebody. Who played the first game? Uh, it's mostly, I think, it was, I think it was done well, but it it wasn't effective in the sense of like advertising a game, but more so solidifying to somebody who's played Frostpunk that there's a second one being made, mm-hmm. and it it really sells the atmosphere. Um, the music's really intense. It feels like shit's uneasy. Things are getting like bad or whatever. Um, the imagery is disturbing. Um, and there's a lot of tension in the trailer. I, I think it's a really cool trailer, but it doesn't do anything. Like this didn't get me hyped outside of when it said Frostpunk two. I was, okay. I was like, sick, dude! I want to play Frostpunk two. Um, yeah, they could just use a splash screen at that point. Yeah, though. but it, but it's not yeah. a bad trailer. I mean, it's, For sure. this is literally as, as I said before. It's um, it's an announcement trailer. Like if you didn't know this game was coming out, and then this came out, and you watched it, and you're a big fan of the first one, this would probably be pretty effective. Um, and I'm like seventy percent there. But, um, but yeah, it, it probably could have been better. But uh, I think it's well made. I think the music was good. The 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 essence of it is really like eerie, which I really like. Um, but yeah, that end end screen versus Frostpunk two in the oil, I, I liked that because I'm like, fuck yeah, bring it. I want to play that game. But uh, but yeah, could be better. I'm gonna add to my wish list though. <laughs> so I guess it was effective in that in that uh, sense. Chris, any thoughts? Uh, there's not like there's really not a lot to go off of as far as like what the game is going to be like outside of the fact we know it's just Frostpunk too. It's more it's more bleak, like you said. It's more brutal because the game is very brutal when you get down to it. It doesn't look brutal on the outside when you're playing it, but you need to read the details of the game. It's it's very brutal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's just kind of like like you said, it's just a quick like, hey, we're making this trailer. It, it, it was well done. It's very nice. It looked very pleasing. Uh, but it's just, there's not much to go off of other than like, hey, we're making it. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah. So, same as anything else? Was- I don't, there's not a lot to draw from. <laughs> Let us know in the comments. Last thing. I'm excited for Frostpunk 2. Let us know in the comments. Uh, have you played Frostpunk? Are you a fan? Are you not a fan? If you uh, haven't played it, why haven't you played it? Are you excited for Frostpunk 2? Uh, what did you think of the trailer? Did you think it was done well? Do you think it was kind of like whatever? Um, are you excited at the prospect of Frostpunk 2? I think I put a B instead of a P there. Yeah. Frostpunk. Yeah. Sometimes my mouth is going fast and then it's like half is like stop. Stop talking. I'm like, nope. Not going to do it. You don't tell me what the fuck to do. Um, and yeah, let me know everything you think about in the comments below when it comes to Frostpunk 2. Next video we got is the 
Battlefield 2042 official Exodus short film. Uh, this is a short film for Battlefield 2042, giving us some context on the story that's happening in this game. And um, I've already had it spoiled for me, but a character from a prior Battlefield campaign is in this. I'm not a big fan of the Battlefield campaign, so um, it's probably not going to do much for me, but it's pretty cool to see some continuity knowing that these games are now related. Um, also, an interesting thing to mention, uh, 2042 will not have a campaign. I know it's controversial for people. I'm old school. When it comes to Battlefield, I prefer them stick to what they're good at and make fucking multiplayer. I know some people are going to miss a campaign. I'm not one of you. Um, if they... If... If... Dice was good at making campaigns. I would feel different, but I don't think they are. I, I think it's. I think they're weak there, and I think their uh, core gameplay is where they really shine. Big, crazy battles and evolution, all that shit. They're really good at that. So anyway, no campaign twenty four two. So it's interesting we're getting uh, anything really storyline wise. Um, obviously, I figured the game would have a story, but um, they're not going to be focusing on it. But we got a nine minute video to watch, to set the tone. Um, Last thing I'll say is uh, I'm really excited for 24-2. I can't wait to play it. Uh, thoughts on um, this trailer or this uh, short film? Uh, maybe add some thoughts on a campaign. Where do you land when it comes to Battlefield's campaigns? I mean, I've never cared about the campaign in them, so um, hard for me to even comment on them, to be honest. And then, you know, this well, being connected to one is not going to do anything for me either then. Yeah. Um, so this game's coming out without one. Um, do you, you see, so you don't care or would you have preferred them kept the campaign or no? I mean, I, they're going to, all I want them to do is make a, a good game. Right. Yep. And if it's something I'm interested in, I'll buy it. And if it doesn't have something I, I want in it, I won't. I mean, that's really, it's me with everything. Like you, you make something mm. good and you want, it's interesting for me as, as myself, mm. you know, I'll buy it. So, uh, yeah, it's it's funny because like a lot of people <laughs> got into Battlefield through the console games. So they started with Bad Company and Bad Company Two, and you really see it. There's a, a huge affinity for for Bad Company Two in the Battlefield community. I was into Battlefield like way before those games came out. So like I'm used to only online massive map shooting. That's what Battlefield was forever. And then they started introducing campaigns into the mainline games, and I tried to play them but they looked good that was it yeah they the stories weren't compelling the characters weren't compelling they're really short um and it felt to me like a waste of resources i'm like dude i buy battlefield for what i used to buy battlefield for like put the work into that now it's interesting because i read today a couple people saying that taking the campaign out of this game is essentially taking content out of the game that's less stuff and i'm like that's not how it works that's development time that can go towards other things <laughs> um you're acting as if the game existed already and they took the campaign and got rid of it. Yeah. No, they're not spending time on Olymp Dick story fucking campaign. And those resources are going into other aspects. So they're going to put more work into the fucking multiplayer, yeah. hopefully, hopefully in a best case scenario. What I'm hoping for in correct development. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they botched the whole thing, uh, but we'll get crazier fucking shit happening in these multiplayer maps. Big multiplayer maps full of details, more animations, more mechanics, all that kind of stuff that they wouldn't have had time to put in there if they made the campaign. Like I said before, DICE has fucking strengths. They're very good at certain things, and they're real mediocre at other things. Yeah. And so I would love – and they've said that. They've literally said that years ago when they made Battlefield 
four, I think, or something like that. They, I think so. They were saying, like, they even brought up their country. They're, like, in, I think, Sweden or whatever the fuck. Um, they're, like, we're we're best at, like, making more mechanical things. We're not really storytellers or something like that. Like, they said that in a fucking thing. And they're, like, so we're really emphasizing, like, what we do best. And so they know. Yeah. And I agree with them on that. Um, so, yeah, I don't care about the campaign. Yeah, and, and that's where I'm at. Um, you know, if I want a shooter with a campaign i'll go find a single player experience game um i mean i'm not super into it but like coming out stalker and far cry this year are good examples of single player shooters go play metro if you're looking for a fucking fps with a great story play the fucking metro games dude they're so good and And stalker and here's the thing with those games too right is like because the resources are 100 percent committed to a single player experience you get an amazing experience out Mm. of it um, if they tacked on multiplayer and that just became a feature all of a sudden and it was mediocre and no one was playing it except for a handful of people, right? Um, is that really what you want? See, like, that's, that's the that's the amazing thing. Not to really drive too hard on this topic, but like a single player game getting a multiplayer mode, people who, who love those games for the single player, they get upset. They're like, don't make multiplayer. Fucking, it's it's going to be tacked on, blah, 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 blah. And I'm always like, eh, see what they do with it as long as it doesn't take away from the development of the main game. But then the opposite spectrum, people who typically make multiplayer game only games tacking on a fucking campaign. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't, I don't, I can take it or leave it, man. But yeah. I'd prefer you fucking just work on the core game. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. So, um, I guess that's really the only point I have to make on that. Having said, yes, yeah, I'm getting riled up. So. Oh, Battlefield is <laughs> um, at its core a multiplayer shooter, and uh, that's what they got famous for. And um, so they got bought by EA for. Well, it's what they feel comfortable doing, and they should do what they're comfortable making. Like it's okay to experiment and, and go out with your com- out of your comfort zone from time to time. That's how you learn and innovate and stuff like that. But um, Battlefield's in a weird spot right now, and I think they need to kind of go back to to basics. And I think that's what they're doing. So, I was literally talking about that today. At the same time, uh, after the whole Battlefield Five thing happened, where they you know got crazy with certain things, and people were like, "Hey, we don't like that," and they're like, "Well, you're assholes, and if yeah. you don't like it, don't buy it." And then people didn't buy it, and they're like, "Why aren't they buying the game?" And they're like, "You fucking said." Don't buy it. They didn't buy it. After that whole debacle, that same game later on, they're like, we might have went a little far with this game. We're trying to tone it back a bit. By the time I played it, they did. And I was like, it's fine, but it's a little little too late. I like how 2042 gets announced. There's no fucking guy coming out talking about like, hey, this is how we feel. Shut the fuck up. There's none of that. There's like, look at this cool looking game. Everybody's like, that's a cool looking game. Sure, I really want to play that. I'm sure EA told people they weren't allowed to tweet. So probably, but it seems like it's across the fucking board outside of respawn. They're doing what they Vince Ampella should be running EA, but respawn does their own thing. But then like you look at fucking Bioware and they're like hush hush, just working on fucking uh, a mass effect and, and a, a dragon age. And then we got a dead space coming out and then there's something else is going to bring up. Like, it seems like EA just went like, nothing's fucking working right now. Like, we need to stop everything. They, like assholes, I hate that they do this, cut Anthem off. Yeah. They, they, it was around that time when they were, like, evaluating if they're going to keep wearing Anthem or not. Online games are expensive. And then they're like, 2042, it's going to be a dope-ass, awesome game. Fucking uh, Bioware, we're going to get them back to work. They're going to start working on games that people fucking want again. Um, 
it just seems like EA internally was like, we can get our shit together. Yeah. Now, will it work? I have no fucking idea. But I'm liking the direction it seems they're trying to go. Yeah, and not to go on too much of a tangent here, but uh, um, you get big enough, sometimes you need that kick in the ass. And I think we've it, seen that. happening to everybody. Uh, we, we've seen that with a lot of companies, uh, mm-hmm. especially with like the last like 10 years. And um, it's only... There's two results. They fail or they get better. And yep. we all want the better, right? So, because... Yeah, Konami's a great cons- example of just yeah. getting to a point being an asshole and just fucking falling off. Exactly. Um, I don't want that. I want to yep. play good games. I want people to make good games, enjoy making good games, and I want people to buy good games and have good things to say about those games. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I really don't want people like, wow, this half-ass thing here or or fuck you for not liking my game like that shouldn't exist so well there's room for one of these big companies to fucking look better than the other guys because right now they're all looking real fucking bad. looking pretty shit including the one i defend all the time ubisoft i don't think they're in a good place right now i think they're making a lot of dumb fucking decisions i think they're offering games people don't want and they're not listening to their community at all which is weird because i think ubisoft out of the big three uh, is one of the most attentive of them. And right now they're making X Defiant, which everyone's just making fun of. It's got a dumb fucking name and the game looks generic as shit. It looks like like dollar store fucking Call of Duty uh, with neon colors, which is so typical of Ubisoft. Everything they make is just neon colors now. It's stupid. Um, Siege is just kind of just lasting from its, its original fucking success. They won't make a Splinter Cell, but they keep putting Sam Fisher and shit. It's just like... All their decisions are fucking stupid. And then they're bastardizing all their properties and slapping Tom, Tom Clancy on everything. Yeah. And it's, and I think they'll turn around faster than other people. Then fucking, sorry, uh, Assassin's Creed was on a good roll. Now they're fucking already messing with that. Yeah, they made three games. Like, time to change it. Yeah, let's change yeah. it. Like, no, people like everything you're making right now. Stop. This is perfect. Let's say they're literally getting more and more customers in that franchise. And they're like, yeah. let's fuck with it so anyway uh <laughs> what a crazy world it would be if ea came out and started just dropping bangers they're already doing with respawn but that's vincent pella like i said that dude needs a run ea because he's making all they just recently came out and said that uh star wars uh fallen uh jedi or the fuck uh or fallen order um is gonna get more games so when ea's dude fucking came out years ago and was like single player's dead we only make multiplayer and respawn who works under them is just like we're gonna make a single player game did well let's and make it, more yeah got well received. now we're making dead space it's like so yeah turn on turn on da yeah. fucking sorry rant over chris you got any thoughts on any of the shit we just said <laughs> we're gonna watch it we're gonna watch a movie a little movie here soon um campaigns multiplayer battlefield has never been and probably never will be a game for me Anyway, the only way that I've played Battlefields before is when they've had campaigns, and that's pretty much all I've played. That they're just they're just not for me. Yeah. So you don't care either way. No, I mean, I would if I were to play this game, it would be if they had a campaign. But like I said, I, I don't care. I'm not really gonna buy this game. Yeah. Until it comes out on PlayStation Plus, you gotta play with us. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right, that was short and sweet. I, lo- I love this too because you played Battlefront 2 and had fun. Which is a simplified version of Battlefield. But I didn't play it by myself. I only played yeah. it with, with other people. Well, you wouldn't be playing Battlefield by yourself either, though, because I'm sure as hell not gonna. <laughs> I'm playing the fuck out of the game regardless. 
so excited for it. it looks so sick apparently there's leaked footage of gameplay I'm a little curious about that but it's probably gone by now so any uh any thoughts on any of the rants yeah i don't remember uh. what happened <laughs> Uh, if, if, if no, no, I mean, if are, are making shitty decisions, they should suffer for it. They should suffer. Um, that's the, that's the harshest fucking opinion so far tonight. Um, <laughs> are you excited for X defiant? I think it's out. I have no idea what that is. Yeah. No, so the dude who originally made, I, I believe he made uh call of duty. Um, Oh no. What was that game called? Holy shit. I can't remember. Anyway, um, he made like two of the, he was the lead director on two of the worst Call of Duties ever made. And he got snatched up by Ubisoft and now he's making X Defiant, which is there in their words, punk rock uh, meets like Ubisoft characters uh, shooter gameplay. It looks almost identical to Call of Duty. The guy like, made ghosts. Yeah, okay. I believe so. Um, yeah, they snatched him up because fucking he's probably gonna get fired anyway. Um, they're like, "Hey, make us a shooter." He's like, "I'll make you Ubi of Duty, real, real easy." Ubi Duty. Ubi whenever, Duty. whenever anything is self-proclaimed punk rock, especially in like corporate world, it's always like a big douchebag. Oh, so, dude, no, I, I, I hate that. Uh, even like if you're watching something where like somebody dresses away and they're like oh my god they look so punk rock and it's because they got like a hole in their jeans i'm like oh my god i hate it yeah it's 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 cringe but what they mean is like there's a lot of neon colors because that's what ubisoft does now it's really it's really it's funny when that game got announced we were busy at the time so i didn't get to touch on it um everybody was like what the fuck is this what is x defiant why does it look like that? Who wanted this? Everybody. I was like, whoa. I didn't see anybody excited for it. I think it's free to play, too. And here's the fucking thing, too. They made that Hyperscape game, that Battle Royale. Who talks about it? I don't even know if that's the name of it. Is that what's called? Hyperscape? I'm pretty sure it is. Nobody fucking remember. nobody plays it except for people who got paid. I'll say the only Battle Royale I see played at all. Um, and obviously my world on that's very small but i only see people playing apex apex fortnite i know warzone, people play fortnite but people are pissed at warzone because there's a lot of hackers yes i don't see people like in my like i said in my yeah. circle i don't see i yeah. do not see fortnite i do not see modern war or not modern war but, uh whatever you just said it was called <laughs> the call of duty one warzone yeah warzone um i but i do see people playing apex because for some reason that game's picking up steam um, yeah, it's parts it's, of the world. It's so. one of the best battle royals out there. Um, Vince Sampella, that dude, that dude working at EA, they're like single player is dead. It's all about online games. And Vince Sampella's like, bro, I'll make you a fucking single player game that's gonna sell well, and I'll make you games as a service game that fucking works well. Yeah, you can do it all if you just believe in yourself. Because when you believe in yourself, you'd you be, a be a winner. Yeah. You'd be a winner. Um. Yeah, my point with Hyperscape, though, is they already tried to fucking make some generic free-to-play game to get in on whatever's popular. No one gave a fuck about it. And then they're like, let's rip off Call of Duty. 
I mean, I think the biggest... And people are like, it's CSGO, it's Valorant. No, they just look like Call of Duty. Except for it's Ubisoft. And Ubisoft is not that great at making, like, shooters uh, competitively. Uh, Siege, people love, but, like, they feel fucking floaty. I don't know. Yeah. You know, my biggest concern with Ubisoft is their, their focus on games of service, and I'm sure mobile. Um, it just screams to me they're looking for... Guaranteed income. Oh, 100%. So, yeah. Well, but I mean, over over uh, reputation priority, at this point, yeah. which is not a good thing. Yeah. That's the thing that's worrying is the priorities becoming that. And that won't lead well. Anyway, we should watch this video. Chris, don't give a fuck about the campaign. Um, so Chris is going to take a nap for about nine minutes. Yeah. So this is Battlefield 2042 official Exodus short film. There's a guy in it, like I said, from one of the prior games. I'm not going to be able to react to that in a way that people might think is great because... I'm not five. We talked about it. Ready, Chris? Should we make thumbnail yep. faces? We should do that at the end of every shooter, at the beginning of every shooter. Just make, have everyone make faces and hold it there so I can use them for thumbnails. Um, all right. Three, two, one, go. I'm just pissed about X Defiant now. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> so this has been a triggering episode for you. I'm gonna, yeah, it's good though. I gotta I got get that out. I feel like I've been a little low energy lately. I'm gonna play it though. What if I like it? That'd be fucking. That'd, that's good. That'd be good though. Now stick it on your gun. Hopefully. Get CGI. Yeah. Usually, I know what I'm risking my neck for. Usually, I don't explain myself. Shit. There you are. Was that supposed to be someone important? Yeah. 
traitor. Oh, how much do the notepads pay you to fuck over your own country? My loyalty is with the refugees on this boat. That includes you now. Irish, hold it better 20 clicks out. I think you better take a look at something. Listen, if you give Oz that case, and that fucking terrorist will start World War III. That's what they always say, Pac. Believe that shit if you want to. But I know what I'm fighting for. Dad! Dad! You came back! Always, big man. Hey, I got something for you. Who's that? Nobody. Head back downstairs now. Be interesting as, as the game's out with just online if they just release like nine minute shorts. Put that back, Ra. We don't get For the paid story, to even though I wouldn't be satisfied if we were looking to but play a campaign. This is too big to ignore. Yeah. America's got an experimental weapon that's about to fall out of the sky at these coordinates in 36 hours. They're desperate to recover their dirty little secret. If Russia gets it first, it could spark a war. Fuck. We can't let that maniac get his hands on the coordinates. Pakowski was right. Oz's men will be here any second. He will stop at nothing to get what he wants. We have civilians on board. We don't have enough manpower. I don't think we have a choice. Head straight into that storm. That's a Category 5, sir. Nah. That's home field advantage. <laughs> nah, still Category 5. Don't change anything. <sighs> Shit. I think they sense the deal's off. You have the car and roll. Are they taking this boat? Irish, the storm is gonna kill us! This storm's a fucking cowboy! Crossfire! 
price we pay for a new world. No! for the collection. <laughs> Bring it back. fucking they renamed him ripple effect all right what do we think of that trailer that probably was missing some context for us it was well made I, yeah i think so i was pretty impressed with that uh the shootout part yeah looked really good um so i mean <laughs> to be a little more specific than that i uh as a piece of, 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 of media and not uh, necessarily for Battlefield, it was really well made. I was actually very impressed with the amount of work they put into it. The, the voice acting is very well done. The CG is very top-notch. Um, what I would 100% expect from AAA company, I just mm -hmm. had kind of lost that faith in companies like EA. So it is nice to see them... Um, you know, releasing something of the the quality that this is. Mm. Um, you know, they also, as much as I kind of figured the kid was okay, they did a good job of making it seem like maybe he wasn't. Um, so that was a, a nice little stress moment they added in there too. Mm -hmm. um, and overall, yeah, I think it was it was done really well. I just um, as a, a tool like to sell the game, it doesn't do anything for me in that regard. Um, Though fortunately they have shown gameplay in the past, so yeah. we have that already. So this is just extra, and and it was neat. Um, did they have to do it? No, did they? Yeah, and it's just you know essentially, um, you know, cherry on top. Essentially, that's how I view it. Is it's it's just kind of like a cool little extra. Um, we're getting the game that I'm hoping I want for sure. And and if they want to make stuff like this uh, on the side, that's cool. Sure. Um, I've already expressed my, you know, it's it's like brand uh, uh, expanding essentially. Yeah, it adds to the ecosystem of mm -hmm. Battlefield having, you know, 
even in a game that's not going to have campaign, uh, still adding to the lore. I mean, if if this game is canon uh, with prior battlefields, it's in this idea of 2042. There's a war, World War Three, that's potentially going to unfold. Um, it adds to that, which is cool. I mean, in a game where I'm just going to be running around shooting people, are going to be shooting me. It's nice to have a little bit of context on what what's even going on here, but at the same time, I don't really need it. But it's 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 cool. It's welcome. Um, like you said, I I think the quality of this is very good, way more than I expect from fucking EA. Yeah. That's sad because they have the fucking money and the resources, but I don't expect them to do cool things like this. Um, so I appreciate that. Um, the one thing I feel like this was missing, the, the thing that was cool about it is, is there is, there is canon that carries from prior games here, especially for anybody who cared about these characters and the campaigns, um, doesn't do much for me, but, uh, I was hoping to see a little bit more of the world that I'm going to be playing in and not just this ocean scene. It did kind of show off what will probably be in the game. These, crazy events that happen that you're going to have to utilize like the tornadoes stuff like that want to set up to the reason why there's a war happening exactly which is cool um and i can appreciate carrying stuff over like i said for people who did care about the campaigns um it is cool that they are uh having a saga uh happen here um but uh it would have been nice to see locations maybe uh things that we can like a taste of what we can expect from the game as well um it's only nine minutes but you know i'm looking at a boat most of the video um the choreography is great the acting was great um cinematography was pretty good uh i think the shootout even though it's brief i thought was really good looking i think that like really shined because to have that mo-capping in that dark um uh, environment but with the rain effect and stuff like that and people like stabbing each other and shooting each other and shit is really fucking cool looking i really enjoyed watching that um and yeah the end i think was satisfying as somebody who doesn't really care about the context too much which is sad to say um i still think it had a really i had a, i think it had a good payoff and i think it has a good lead in to a game that i'm really excited to play it was definitely a very well uh, done piece of CGI, um, and it, for what it's worth, it was it was entertaining to the point where I didn't realize that nine minutes had passed. I, I was anticipating being sitting there just being like, "Okay, here we go. Yes, yes, blah 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 blah," and kind of dragging on. But uh, at the end, I, I found myself going like, "Oh, it's over." Okay, that was it was it was entertaining. Um, there were a few moments there that I felt just personally were kind of cheesy, cliche voice lines of like. That's not a storm. That's their home field advantage. It's just like, yeah, okay, yeah. shut the fuck right. up. Just, <laughs> but I mean, it's gonna happen. Uh, mm-hmm. It just, it was just cheesy. Um, but it, it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't show me, you know, what, uh, if I hadn't seen gameplay trailers before, this would just be like, okay, there's there's a story there, but I don't know more how the pew game's pew. gonna play. Yeah, no more pew pew. I mean, that's what I would expect out of it. <laughs> My brain, oh pew pew, bang bang. Okay, woo. <laughs> Um, but it was, like I said, it's, it was entertaining, but it just doesn't really make me want to play the game. Yeah. Honestly, I mean, I'm already sold on the game. I'm fucking really hyped for this game. Um, this didn't make me want to play it. <laughs> Agreed. Though hearing like a battlefield theme song was nice to hear. Cause fucking for some reason, they're just really keeping that hidden, um, in their trailers. So to hear anything with that fucking hard hitting sound, 
was cool. That got me that that part got me hyped for <laughs> Battlefield. Um, but this this video didn't get or this this uh, this short film didn't get me hyped for Battlefield. I just appreciated watching it as a CGI piece that someone made. Um, like you kind of said, like what you did say. That was nine minute video. It didn't feel like fucking nine minutes. I felt like I, I watched a two minute video. Maybe like it went by really quick because there's they packed a lot of stuff in that nine minutes, and there's a lot of money that they put into this. Um, it's pretty flashy. Yeah, credit words due for sure. Yeah, so I wasn't bored, and the the time flew by. Mm. So, but yeah, overall I thought it was cool. Uh, for the game, didn't do much for me, but uh, as as a thing that I like to see EA do more of, I liked it. Um, I just wish the context wasn't wasted on me. I, I feel like, you know, there's people who could appreciate this a little bit more than me. So, you know, anything else? Battlefield 2042 is coming out this year. I'm fucking excited. Let me know in the comments. What did you think of this short film? First off, I mean, it's the most important thing. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Um, did it impact you more if you played the campaigns? You're a fan of those. Maybe this has more um, weight to it. Um, they did do the kid part really well though, because yeah. for a split second I was like, "Holy shit!" Did they just did they just fucking kill a kid? <laughs> yeah, there's a moment for, for sure. a split second. I was like, oh, "Okay, that was that was cool the way they did that." Um, I was surprised they even had a gun pointing at him in the first place. I was like, "Well, they're getting bold here." Um, for sure, for a big AAA company, that's that's pretty pretty bold. Um, but yeah, did you like the trailer? Uh, did it do anything for you? Uh, did it make you more hyped, less hyped? Um, and uh, are you excited for Battlefield 2042? Are you like indifferent? Do you not you're not into it at all? Um, let me know everything you're thinking about in the comments below when it comes to this and Battlefield. All right, it's that time again where we reflect on prior episodes and read your comments. If you'd like your comment to be read for sure, type in hashtag AskTLG. Otherwise, I pick your comments at random. And we have one episode because we're getting back into the groove of things with the channel. We've just moved and we're finally getting to the point where we can do this stuff more regularly. So, uh, yeah, we only got the one episode. But we got some comments on there. We're going to read them. And that episode uh, was Tastecast where we reacted to or we talked about Back for Blood uh, beta impressions. I probably could have done that again. I don't know. I didn't play in this beta. Um Pretty much, pretty much got to the point where I was like, I'm just ready for that game to come out. Uh, we watched Tales of Rise uh, activities, and we talked about Halo Infinite technical preview. We actually had a lot to say on that, as two people who actually like Halo. Yeah, uh, that was actually way more of a conversation than I thought we were going to get out of that. And you guys, of course, commented. First comment we got is from Nick Raintree that says, "Finished Act One of Back for Blood, and I liked it a lot. Definitely my type of game." Played on PS5 and it played very or really well. Uh, some bugs, but nothing crazy. I was surprised to see the reaction to it. Seems like people either love it or hate it. I can't comment on whether it's a, a successor to Left 4 Dead, as I've never played Left 4 Dead. But most of the complaints I have uh, or I've seen have stated it's not good enough to be a Left 4 Dead successor, and or the price point is too high. I don't know how you can go after uh, price, uh, though based off of uh, one act in a beta. Uh, either way, I'm looking forward to the game's release. Um, yeah, I pretty much agree with everything you just said. Um, it's cool to hear that you enjoyed it. I also really enjoyed it. It doesn't surprise me you liked it. We seem to have very similar tastes in games. Um, 
I also ran into bugs. I talked about it, but, uh, but nothing crazy, uh, as well. Um, I've also noticed that people do either like this game or hate this game, which is really kind of crazy to me. Cause I played it and I left it going like, Holy shit. I'm fucking so into this game. I'm so ready for it. And then I went on to good old Twitter and people were like, this game's trash. I can't believe fucking they're trying to rip people off. Uh, this game's overpriced. Oh, what, Twitter. what idiots would buy this game? And I'm like, what game did you guys play? Like I, I, if this was like a kind of like, if I played the game, I'm like, eh, it could be better. And then I saw that, I'd be like, okay, but like, I really fucking liked it. And like, of course not everybody's got the same opinion, but like, it was like fucking night and day. There's people talking about this game. Like there's like some kind of like, um, pyramid scheme happening with this game and some shit. And I was like, what am I missing here? And then people were posting videos of like, uh, someone shooting a windshield and what didn't break. And then the car blew up or whatever, as if like, that was like crazy. I was like, I don't care. I don't fucking care about that. So anyway, it, it's been very interesting. So, I mean, I, I've seen that as well. Um, and when you're saying that they're saying that they're saying it's not good enough to be an L4D successor, the game is Left 4 Dead 3. When I played it, it felt like Left 4 Dead to me. It played almost exactly the same. It has a card system and upgrades to your weapons. And that feels like Left 4 Dead. So I think the, the special infected could have a little work to them or done to them because they don't feel as threatening as uh the special infected in left for dead felt but that can be fixed um and then price point i mean i i played act one like you did if there's more acts which i assume there would be i'm okay with paying full price for this game um so yeah i we we pretty much agree 100 um and you're looking forward to the game i'm looking forward to the game so uh very cool not to say if anybody has an issue with the game your opinion's invalid um I just, uh, I personally am really confused on um, the intensity of uh, criticism I was gonna, my, on the game. My big thing is, it, uh, and we say this all the time, it is definitely, if it's, you can like or dislike something, like that's fine. Mm. Everyone's different. If, if, if everyone liked all the same stuff, we would not get different things. It would be boring. Um, so, uh, to that being said, though, the, the, the problem I, I end up having is, people people's expectations have gotten pretty wild i feel um as if everything needs to be a game that was worked on eight years and has like crazy high budgets and that's just not realistic i get scared of games that are worked on for eight years that's well i'm i'm kind of pointing <laughs> the finger at rockstar yeah um because everyone likes to like point at that game like, well, they did it. Well, sure. But they are like they're, the one company doing their rock star. No one makes games like them. Yeah. So they're not a standard to 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 use the example of like the windshield thing. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be quite honest with you. When I play a video game and if I shoot a windshield, it doesn't break. I wasn't expecting it to. I'm more so testing. See if it would. And if it does, I'm like, oh, cool. Done. I'm not my gameplay experience isn't ruined because a part of the environment wasn't destructible. It's that's flavor to the game. Yeah, for sure. It's not the game. I mean, I would prefer the windshield break, but if it doesn't, I'm not spending time at the car. Sure, it's in Left for Dead. Like I said, it's, you're it's, moving. It's more flavor. The more of those small details you can add, you're adding more flavor to the game, right? It's more stuff to appreciate about it. But the core gameplay is the most important part. Well, is it fun to shoot things? 
Um, does it feel rewarding? Does it, is something you can do for hours on end? Like, is there a reason to keep coming back to it? Like, these are the things that matter. So when you use petty examples as reasons why it's not worth the money, you're playing games for the wrong reasons, man. That yeah. personal opinion, you can disagree with me. Please, you know, if you have a counter to that, I, I welcome the discussion. If it's an argument, I'm not interested. But yeah, um, yeah, it's just, dude, it's fine. If you don't like it, don't buy it. Easy. Yeah. Don't buy it. Don't talk about it. What you're doing <laughs> is adding attention to the game. Sure. Yeah. So. <laughs> don't talk about it. Shut up. Silence. Um, my my the thing I want to add with that is like uh, you said it's flavor. I agree with that, but. Um, if I was playing like a first person or third person cover shooter that like advertised itself as like this visceral crazy game, like when Mafia 2 was coming out and they showed that like cars have individual bullet holes in them and the the physics of the car actually moves when the bullets hit. I was like, that's fucking crazy. It's still kind of crazy to think about now. Um they they touted this game as this like immersive mafia experience, right? So you get into that game, and if I went in there and the windshield didn't break, I'd be like, well, that's fucking weird. Right. But in a game where it's like you start at point A, you got to fucking rush to point B because enemies are going to keep fucking attacking you. Use your ammo uh, wisely. Shoot people. Keep moving. Get through here. Blah, blah, blah. Especially on hard difficulties to think like, well, I'm going to stop by the car and see if it has destructibility and shoot it and not just stop at like, well, that kind of sucks and move on with your fucking life. But to go like this game's fucking trash. Fucking unplayable. Yeah, it's it's. It, like pick your battles like it's 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 not the right game for that if it was a game that's like dude this game's fucking wild like you know there's like fear or something like the walls rip apart when you shoot them and shit lights go out when you shoot them fucking cars get ripped up all this stuff and then the windshields don't break then yeah i get it but like it's this game's not that game and there's other games that don't have that as well and you're not bitching about those so it's like it, it is it is that flow of Somebody has some criticism of the game. You get the snowball effect, and now people are looking for the things, and they're like, "Well, the fucking windshield's not even breaking this shitty game either." And people are like, "Well, it's another thing to add to the fucking list." Snowball effect. Fuck this game. Like, it's just petty shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, for sure. And if and if that really does bother you, you play a game and the windshield doesn't break, and fucking you don't want to play for that, then don't play it for sure. That's wild to me. But like. It's not a good. It's not a good argument, though. Sure. Like, why are you presenting that? Like, it's fucking has weight. Well, and yeah, when I say don't talk about it, I mean don't give it attention. The best way to make something disappear yeah. is to not talk about yeah. it. Yeah, Chevy, Chevy, giving you real good tips if you want to assassinate a game. Stop fucking giving it attention. God, because they they make money when people know about it. If they don't, your know negativity about- is going to cause someone to look at it, check it out, and they might like it. Yeah, yeah. So you're helping them. Anyway, there's more to that comment, but yeah, it, it, that that game's really interesting and in, in just how aggressive some people really don't like it. And I think, so there was, um, when they originally advertised this game early on, they had this idea of a versus campaign they're going to do, and then they didn't do it. Yeah. Um, people are really upset about that. They think like they're getting ripped off, all this stuff. Um, that shit happens. Um, I think a lot... You didn't know that. I th- exactly the game wasn't out um anyway uh i get i guess it's disappointing but i think a lot of that energy of we didn't get this they're fucking us is getting pushed into uh 
looking at their final product and going, well, they didn't give us this. They, this game is barely even anything. Like, you know, I think it's just it, they're trying to find ammo to uh, emphasize their emphasize their original issue. Yeah, they have a bad taste in their mouth. They're looking for things to fuel that. And because it's the internet, people who weren't even originally in that community of people who are upset about that one issue, but just saw that there's a fucking, uh, you know, a group of people fucking attacking something, they want to get in on it. And they then that circle they play, they play fucking garlic phone with it. They play telephone. All that info it just, just starts turning into negativity. It's not even really productive anymore. Um, you know, I, I think that's where we're at right now with that. Because like I said, I played the game. I was like stoked. I had like like excitement after playing it i was like fucking a dude i love left for dead and this is this is give me that vibe and then i go to check you know reactions and like people are just fucking angry i was like where did that intense energy come from for sure um and just to add my two cents to the rest of the comment here um not good enough to be left for dead successor i mean that's not up to you and the price is too high the market will decide that uh yeah. yeah the price will come right down if it doesn't uh sell well but i'm glad to see that you enjoyed it nick i've also heard good things from obviously my brother and some community members i'm sure the game's fun um i didn't play the beta because um i believe it was a console beta no oh well that mm -mm. was misinformation on my uh side then but yeah. um I just I, I have no interest in playing this game on a controller, so I just yeah. didn't even look at it. I wouldn't even recommend it on there. If that's something we can play, it's it's fine. It works, but yeah, yeah. I just yeah, out of personal preference, I I have the PC, so like I want to play as yeah. much as I can there. I have the PC, the last one, the last PC. <laughs> Maybe. Anything <laughs> to add to that? Nick liked a game. Some people are really intense about disliking it. I mean, you're always going to find extremes on one end of the spectrum or the other for the games uh, or anything, really. Um, I, I played the, the, the beta and uh, I enjoyed it. I didn't I wouldn't say I loved it. I didn't hate it, but I enjoyed the time I had with it. Um, although I, I, I'm i not sure, you know, the price point is, again, like Chef said, that the market will adjust to it. I, I don't see myself paying $60 for this game personally, but that's just me. It's coming on Game Pass. Um, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna freak out on them if they do charge sixty dollars for it, or you know, anything. But that's a like you said, it's up to them. It's it's their game. They they can decide how much they want to charge for it. Um, but it is entertaining. I did enjoy it. So there's that. You didn't leave it angry and thinking you're gonna get ripped off. No, no. <laughs> you were just really pissed that someone's gonna get your money for that game. How dare you have a neutral opinion? How how dare you force me to spend money on this game? How dare you? You're forcing this game me, making should be me do free. This. I'm sure there are people. On game Pass, I mean, pretty much is. I saw someone say it was just another shitty free Game Pass game. I'm like, what? Do you know how much money Microsoft doesn't make through Game Pass because they offer high quality games? Just because they well, want. No, they don't. Or they wouldn't set it, but. They're, they're, yeah, exactly. I'm like, they're just locking into Game Pass because its value is insanely good. And they slowly creep their price up like Netflix has over the years. They don't just load up Game Pass with like shitty games. That's not a thing. I, anyway. <laughs> I think the lesson here is that uh, there is a subsect of people who just suck. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're just misled. I don't like to just condemn people, but. It's pretty mind-numbing. You can unsuck later. 
Sure. Just currently, they suck. Could be a, uh, an arc in their in their story. Maybe they just sucked and they had really like ignorant opinions, and later they're like, you know what, this game wasn't that bad. Yeah. All right. Mm. Anything else? No. Thank you, Nick, for the rant. Um, an episode full of them. Yeah. <laughs> I'm happy about that. Um, we got another comment from, there's one specific, oh, there's two from him I want to read. Uh, Maneki Neko saying, I wish the list of releases had uh, which games came to Game Pass. Um, to explain on that a little bit, uh, when I look up uh, game releases, I look at all the, the big hitters. I'll get IGN, GameSpot, um, Forbes. They, they all have their lists. And every month, some of their lists are better than the other people. So I have to switch back and forth. None of them really offer Game Pass. Um, I think people always like have their own independent articles for Game Pass releases. Um, but it would be cool if they did uh, throw uh, releases into Game Pass just so people know that, oh, this is coming out that day and it's going to be on Game Pass. Because, yeah, when I'm reading the list, I just say Xbox X and S because it's coming out for that. But that's not specific to if it's coming out on Game Pass as the service or if you got to buy it on Xbox. So I agree. It would be cool if uh, somebody did that. But maybe maybe they find out like pretty short notice when games are coming out on Game Pass. So maybe they can't pre-plan that or know ahead of time. I would probably guess that is the reason. But it would be cool. Would be cool if you know. Although fucking Xbox like is like in five years when the game comes out, day one on Game Pass. I'm like Jesus, that's like a fucking big title. What are you doing? Um, some Game Pass. Keeping that's what they're doing. People paying a monthly sub. Yeah, yeah, they're fucking crazy aggressive with that. And then Maneki Neko also says, wasn't Godfall supposed to be PS5 exclusive as well? I fucked up in the episode. I implied that. Uh, it was an Xbox and PC game or something. I think that's what I said. Uh, it, in fact, for sure, came out on PS5 on launch because I remember when I got my PS5, uh, I was looking at, I was like, what games do I buy? Like, there's like, you know, six games, and one of them was Godfall, but I already bought on PC. So, Godfall did come out on, on PS5 as well. Um, so, that, that video we watched of Godfall or something like that coming out, I think that's like, I think it came out on next gen. It's coming to the uh, last gen or something like yes. that. So, so yeah, I fucked up. It happens. And then last comment we got is Sarah saying cyberpunk. Yeah. She watched the episode, yep. saw the cyberpunk is the game of the month, which it is play it. And she just had to say it. Uh, anything you guys want to say to any of the things I uh, that I fucked up and uh, Game Pass and stuff like that? I don't think there's actually anything to respond to there. So yeah, I just wanted to address them. Anything? Nothing. All right. Nope. Well, that's gonna do it for this episode of Tasty Cast. Thanks for your comments. Thank you for the comments. And uh, yeah. Um, that's it for this episode of Tasty Cast. As always, thank you for watching. Though, uh, make sure to. Uh, like and subscribe to Joe's episode. Make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on social media and streams. Links down below. Check out our Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and other podcast platforms. If you prefer to listen to us in audio form, and we have a Patreon. If you'd like to support this channel more than liking the video, commenting, sharing it, and subscribing. If you're brand new, we got a couple of new subscribers from that stream as well. So 
welcome to the channel. I want to thank Chevy and Chris for joining me. As always, it's fun to rant with you guys about things Nick says and do other things. And um, <laughs> Nick. yeah, it's all your fault, Nick. Go damn it. Until next episode, wherever that may be, try Taste Cast. Have a good one, guys, and take it easy.